0: Welcome back to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Emma Conanton, Biggie. I haven't done this in a while, so it feels like forever since we've done a pod. Uh, But pleased to be joined by SYP creator Ravisher. Rav, what's going on? What's new with you, big guy?
1: uh, I have lots of school homework. That's all I have. That's all I've been doing, just homework, homework, homework.
0: What's your last day this semester?
1: Uh April seventeenth is when my last papers due. It's actually an interesting one it, it's right out it comes right after my theory based paper so thankfully the my last paper's interesting and then I have two finals that week too so yeah, lots of fun the three sounds like,
0: sounds like a lot of fun um, yeah. I've been busy with school i think I got a few more weeks left as well um you know just trying to you know live laugh, love in these <laughs> conditions it's yeah, uh, man. man not easy um we're uh we're gonna be doing some hockey talk um Rav and I are also going to do a 2017 NHL redraft later on in the episode so stay tuned for that we've done so we did 2014 and 2016 I believe uh throughout the pandemic you and I um 2017 is a weird not a weird one but like there are still players like in development like
1: yeah, yeah. It, we were, we definitely chose like a. I mean, I didn't want to do like twenty nineteen, twenty twenty, just yet. I think that's like, yeah. I think twenty seventeen is on the cusp of like okay, we kind of understand what's the like cream of the crop here already. I think like, but we, there's obviously players like I'll talk about them like towards the end of uh, the podcast about some players that I think can like bring it up, especially the guys that are taking much higher. Um, but yeah, the, it it is it is a recent draft to uh, to look at though.
0: Uh, you know. Big names in this draft class in in the twenty seventeen class include Dylan Sandberg,
1: Dylan Sandberg, uh, Nolan Patrick, Kale Flurry, Kale Flurry, Ryan Paling, and Christian Vesalinen.
0: So don't you, you don't want to leave after hearing all those yeah. names?
1: It was uh speaking of tr- I think we want to you wanted to start it off on the trade trade notes? Yeah, let's talk about some
0: trades. Let's talk about so, because the trade deadline was last week. Um was uh so had-
1: obviously oh yeah go ahead i was going
0: to say we had we've had a week to kind of get used to and um react to all these trades uh rav did you have a favorite trade for the past week that you enjoyed that you liked
1: <laughs> i like obviously i like the jru trade It's, i'm happy god is a thousandth game in philly and like got to celebrate that before we left and all that um i was i was, <laughs> was going to bring up like i thought german groups off he was in the trade for some reason uh, I thought he went in the twenty seventeen draft. It was twenty sixteen. Uh, but yeah, he was a first rounder. Didn't work out. But he he was he went along with a uh, fifth and Connor Bunneman and Drew to to Philly or to Florida, and Philly got Tippett first and a third. Um, I like the trade for Philly just because I, I I mean I don't know if Claude Drew resigns there. Like I don't know what he obviously loves Philly right, but like I don't know what his perspective on things. I don't know if he's one of the guys who's like. You know, I, I, I don't know if he has a Dame Lillard mindset or, or if he has the, like, you know, I'm getting old. I, you know, it's getting closer to my, um you're getting closer to the retirement phase. You got to like, you, you wonder like what his thought process is.
0: The the meme where it's like some Winterhawks, or not Winterhawks, and get like WHL mind going, some Trailblazers <laughs> fan who's just like, God, why are you giving me your toughest battles? And it's God, like, <laughs> how are you still alive? Uh, that that could be a class drew with philadelphia um you know i i I like that deal for florida because
1: sure why not
0: why not why not get more scoring yeah you can never have enough scoring um from like an actual smart trade i like minnesota getting mark andre Fleury.
1: I like the game, Nick DeLore, not going to lie. That's another. Nick,
0: Nick DeLore. So, well, that's like a different like, category of like not meme, but like kind of funny trades that happen. Kind
1: of funny, funny, kind of funny, but like it's actually kind of good too because the guy will just put his body on the line at
0: any moment. He, he does not give a shit. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he does not care. Um, I don't know if I should classify this in the, in the same category, but I, I, I laughed. I chuckled. When I saw that the Nashville Predators gave up a second-round pick, oh yeah, Lizan, that that's, <laughs> that's hilarious.
1: That's some uh, that's some great play uh, by GM Ron Francis, right? Yeah. Yes, it's a good play from there. Um, Pierre Maguire is employed by the Senators. <laughs> that that is funny. That is really funny. We uh, the Canucks got assets for Travis Hamonic with his contract and, and and him. He he got assets, which is insane. So. I mean, good play by Alvin and, and Rutherford to get to get hit, hit rid of him and then get Travis Dermott back.
0: Well, apparently, what I I, I don't know if you saw this, but I heard. I think I
1: did. Yeah, is it the, about
0: the, the the draft picks about how like Vancouver wanted a fourth for Hamonic. Yeah, <laughs> but Ottawa didn't have a fourth, but Ottawa had a fifth. They wanted to trade a fifth. But Vancouver said no, we want a fourth, so then Ottawa's like, hey, fine, we'll give you a third. And it's just like,
1: Peter Maguire, dude, that's what happened.
0: It's like, okay, uh-huh. sure. Um, <laughs> Patrick Alvin, it's like, yeah, okay, dude, yeah, we'll sure
1: i yeah, had issues in the locker room, apparently, that's also another issue, and obviously, like the whole you know, is vaccine thing, and I mean. The, the guy was like uh, obviously like fearful of his of his children he has there's a lot of issues He's like i forgot what it was off the top of my head but there's a lot of issues he yeah, had during the pandemic so i always felt bad for him but just like recently i guess the players just got like had enough which which is fair it's been a few years dealing with i feel it really feels like dealing with Hamrick and it, it got to a point where like you had to trade him and i think i think i heard ottawa was probably the only team looking for Hamrick to it
0: the only team that showed interest in Travis Hamnock was allegedly the Ottawa Senators, but at the same time, I thought Hamnick wanted to be on the West Coast, uh, yeah. But so, uh,
1: I, at this point, I think he, he kind of lost. I mean, I feel like good players get that treatment of like, you know, you get to like you get to play where you want to, like, if you're getting, yeah, you, dude, I'm sorry, like. Fuck all the relationships at that point, dude. If you're getting a third round pick for him, I'm trading him out there. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, you're going to Ottawa. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, man. But like Ottawa isn't also not in a position to be sending assets for <laughs> That's what I, like- that's what
1: I was thinking. I'm like, yeah, fair play if it's like a team, you know, like in the playoffs or like on the cusp, you know, you need a gritty. If guy. It's, if
0: it if it's Nashville sending a third for Travis Haminock instead of like a second for on.
1: It's much. I think Travis Hamonic is probably a better player on par with Jeremy Lozon. At least Travis Hamonic has a big body, and mm I don't know. The guy can. The guy has like some offensive awareness, whereas like Jeremy Lozon kind of just stands there. Um, I just don't know why I hate him. I'm sorry. (laughs) Got to keep going.
0: (laughs) Um. So, the Canucks, I don't think actually had a bad trade. Yeah, we we got the Mont.
1: The Hagel trade, I think, is a big one. By the way.
0: that haggle i mean it's it's the cliche like he's a guy who fits tampa's you know what they want to do in their model um and i mean (laughs) thank thank god for
1: shooting percentage dude did chicago go to thank the lord for a shooting percentage
0: (laughs) if you're yeah and if you're chicago you're not saying no to two first round picks for brandon Hagel, like yeah
1: you get Radish uh, and um, Stroman Strom to together. And then you get Kachuk as well. I mean, they haven't worked out in the NHL, but you're also starting off on a deep Tampa Bay team. It could be similar to like what laugh and cat are facing in New York, where you're just like, I guess you're on a deep, like top six. You don't really get the time. And you get coaches who don't play you in the top six.
0: Yeah. And, and Toronto or not Toronto, Chicago. is just like, dude, not only are you starting, you're going to get ample ice time <laughs> the rest of the season.
1: <laughs> Enjoy. It's funny that Dylan Strome was getting scratched early, early in the season. Now he's like nearly point per game in his past thirty games, which is pretty. I mean, I think I'd I i, I do not know. I, I, anyone knew that that was gonna come? I think.
0: I, I think most reasonable people could have assumed that yeah, Dylan Strome <laughs> would be getting a point per game, but like, sure, let's healthy scratch him.
1: <laughs> um, I, I do like the Sharot trade, by the way. Like, I feel like I, I know it's a a lot for Sharot. But you got to remember the playoffs. I know it's the cliche, like, oh, it's the playoffs, big guy. The penalties don't matter. But that's literally the case. That 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 is the case with, with the playoffs. And so I think a big body like Ben Sherratt is, is viable. But if he doesn't play like he does, uh, like he didn't uh, run last year, it might be. If he played like he did today <laughs> against the Leafs, you know, maybe – Maybe it's not worth the first, but I, I think that could work out. And Schrott and Gudis, I don't know about that pairing. <laughs> big, oh, big, that's,
0: that's, that's scary pairing. I, we, we stand Radko Gudis on. No, this I love him. Yet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I said today, he had, besides the penalties, which I mean, the rest are on one today, I think. But I mean, they've, on, been, they've been on one for a while. I think ever since the Chikrin overtime incident, like it, it's been insane. Like for every game of watch, there's been like four missed calls or four brutal calls.
0: And against the Leafs too, like there's yeah. a, like there's actual statistical evidence of like penalties drawn per sixty <laughs> or whatever with the Leafs, where it's like they are like twenty fifth or lower <laughs> in the last five years.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm, which is, I'm not
0: surprised. Which is hilarious. I, the Sharad trade, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I get why you do it. Montreal's you know, not going to say Montreal's not going to say no to it. Yeah. Um, Florida has to go all in this year.
1: I'm happy that the Rangers got uh, some bottom six forwards. So Greg McKegg isn't down there playing like he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be there. I'm sorry. So they got they got guys there that can play with cop and Mott and, and uh, Vetrano scored two today as well.
0: Um, Mott girl summer will not be taking place <laughs> in Vancouver. It'll now be in New York. Um, Tyler boss. Gone. <laughs>
1: Tyler boss is over. Raquel had a good game in that uh, absolute beatdown of Detroit as well. <laughs> the, the absolute beatdown of Detroit. Raquel, Raquel, sniped the eleventh goal. <laughs> I get, this just makes it worse for me as a fan. I told this to my dad because even he made fun of it. He's like, I can't believe we could score one against them, but this these fuckers got eleven.
0: <laughs> it feels like a minor miracle the fact that I was in person for a Red Wing shutout against <laughs> another team.
1: In a year in a year where they what let like one through eleven go. <laughs> yeah,
0: they get, they they've had games where they've given up goals of at least one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and eleven. Not that a joke. Absurd. And and they haven't fly, and they haven't even fired their coach. They haven't fired their coach.
1: Jeff Goat should He's the goat. That's um, why.
0: My, my least, plan. My least favorite trade. Um Internally is probably the Troy Stetcher deal. <clears throat> Seventh, uh, yeah,
1: that's that, that. I mean, I don't uh, know about. That. At, least, at
0: least they got something back for him, but at the same time, I like that he was a Red Wing. Uh, yeah, but same. at the same, but at the same time, he gets to go to LA, likely take part in the playoffs uh, with the Kings, be a replacement for, a- for Drew Doughty. Yeah.
1: What's a trade that I hate? I mean, I think Lindholm trade's okay, but once you're signing him to eight years, I, I don't know about that. It, it, we have to. That's like with him and Seth Jones, it's something to see. The cap, it's much less here, but it's still an eight-year contract. And, you know, I, I don't know how the salary cap's going to be a while, but, you know, the, like instantly signing guys to eight years always feels like a really big risk.
0: It feels like a little bit of a desperate play from Boston.
1: Yeah. I'm, I think it's a big desperate play for Boston.
0: <laughs> but I I get why they do it. And again, yeah. it's the same thing of like, um, you know, you when you trade for somebody and you give a bunch of assets for them, you lose all your leverage. So you have to sign them to that big extension. Um Nathan Boyou got traded. I didn't realize still, <laughs> I didn't realize he was still a a. a, a the Erica Branson of like just you know somebody, throwing yeah, pick for him. Yeah, uh,
1: big. That's it. That's it. That just big big guy. I like the Johan Larson trade to 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 the Washington Capitals. Uh, I saw the one. I actually did agree with the Paul Bissonnette take where it's like everyone in the East is a contender except for Washington just because like the trades that they made, especially the Marcus Johansson one. I don't understand. I understand that he's been in the the system before, but. I, I think Sprong's the better player. I think he scored today as well, or yesterday.
0: Uh, Well, with, with Sprong, you know, now it gives the Seattle Kraken social media team the opportunity <laughs> to use, you know, spring and Sprong. And, and it's just like, okay, but like, you guys are still worse than the Coyotes this year. No offense.
1: Yeah. I like the Domi trade too. Was it just because of the what they gave up to? Yeah, Aiden Rest truck for Domi. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. It's-
0: Domi trade is really good because I feel like you'd be like you get no defense with Max Domi but he definitely seems like he's a forward that yeah. the Hurricanes will you know use and he will be a, a you know yeah a, 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 a useful member in their system come playoff time
1: I think they have some good defensive forwards I think I think talking to probably one of their better ones as well unironically but he he's been really good um my mind's obviously captain's good. Uh, my brain's farting. I was about to say Nature's, but he's not. Uh, he's one of the guys. He's in your top twenty. I would hope so.
0: Yes, Naitchus is in my twenty seventeen redraft top twenty. Yeah. Uh, I want to throw out this. We we talked about the Senators. I hate the Senators. I was an absolute sicko. Not a sicko, but like more of a psycho. Because uh, whenever it's March Madness games going on the other night and they were both on commercial, I watched some of the Ottawa Winnipeg game.
1: <laughs> Why? <laughs> Just for fun? Just because there's nothing else?
0: Nothing else. And, uh, you know, Ottawa scored like three goals in like a matter of minutes. And it's like, <laughs> well, okay. Um, I didn't like the. I don't. From an actual trade standpoint, Nick Paul for Joseph in a fourth isn't a bad deal. Yeah, it's just Ottawa. Like draft. I'm pretty sure they did. They not draft Nick Paul, or at least Nick Paul was like one of the guys. With like, yo, this dude, Nick Paul. Yeah, Nick watch Paul. Out. They're, it they're- was
1: one of the guys that they. Who could I compare him to, man?
0: It, it's just, it's just one of those guys that you like put
1: through your system. I don't think they ever thought he was gonna be their star player, even though he like. But he, it's someone that they like put like put through the works. They wanted to get this guy to work out, and he did and then you just trade him i would i don't know who i'd compare it to kind of like god in a way but not really just because i don't think god really did work out but he was you know paul was working out i think
0: well he was like in for Ottawa. It was like it was one of those guys that you know we're promoting this rebuild and paul was like one of those prospects it's like hey look at this guy and now it's like actually we traded him uh for somebody else um But Matthew Joseph is fine, too. He, he's a solid player. Yeah, that's a good and, that's a good
1: return and a fourth.
0: That, and a fourth. That's so a fourth
1: like, they could have used to get him it, but it's
0: whatever. <laughs> just saying. Um, is there any other deal that I really didn't like? Um, I like Cali Croak.
1: Yeah, Croak and Toffoli. I, I think the, the Flames did really well in this trade deadline.
0: Flames are really good, uh, as evident by their 9-5 win over Edmonton on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, Edmonton
1: got Kulaks. Uh, it didn't help because they have Nurse and Barry. So,
0: yeah, no, Edmonton got Kulak, so they could give up nine <laughs> goals in the game to the Flames.
1: Is Kulak their best defensive defenseman like coming in at this point? I don't even, I don't think, like, I think he is, dude. I'm not going to lie.
0: I don't think, yeah, no, I, I, I know <laughs> that you're wrong.
1: I, I don't like he's think a, you're wrong. My, and the guy, I mean, the last goal he scored for, for Montreal before he left was nuts. Like he just went through like three guys and like just lit up their team. Yeah, he's a good player and he has, uh, he's deceptively quick as well. And I don't think he got enough time in Montreal, surprisingly, considering their lineup this year. But yeah, I'm happy he got, got out of there.
0: Um. So trade deadline was, I think the trade deadline was fine for most, most teams. Yeah. Like, I don't know if like, Besides, I think everybody.
1: I don't think there's any big losers. I don't think were there. I think the teams no, that are big I- losers. Are those that didn't trade, probably right. Like that's how it usually
0: is. Vegas. Vegas might have been the biggest loser because yeah. Oh god, like, yeah. They just look like dicks. But like outside of that, I don't think there's anybody who really like yeah really took an an L. <laughs> Ottawa might have taken the biggest L. Just because yeah, like,
1: well, I mean again, you but, do but, employ the two peers, uh Pierre Dorian and Maguire.
0: But that's just how their uh that's just how their organization is. Yeah. Um, you know.
1: What can Ottawa. You do? that's just Ottawa.
0: <laughs> Ottawa is just an F of an organization.
1: Um, we can get on to the I guess you can get on to the redraft now if you want to.
0: Well, I was gonna say so the Red Wings lost eleven two 2 to the Penguins on Sunday. <laughs> um Listen, if you don't fire Jeff Blashill now, I think that's a lifetime <laughs> gig for him.
1: It's a lifetime. They got assigned to an extension, dude. At this point, they might as well. Seven years. I don't know what the Coach Max is,
0: but might as well just give him the Coach Max. Give him the Coach Max. Um, <laughs> Maple Leafs beat the Panthers. Uh, the Maple Leafs are on pace to play Boston in the first round.
1: Yeah, good game by Mrazek, too. That will that, help his confidence. He had a really good game. I think the... Uh, the first goal I, I didn't really see it the angle I saw the goal from was kind of weird um but yeah he had a good game the Lombard goal was a good a good shot by Lombard. but yeah he had a, besides that he played really well through the
0: stretch um the Minnesota Wild beat the avs today in overtime uh wilder looking all right
1: it's yeah weird.
0: They, it's it's kind of weird we're like I was big on the Blues, and now the Blues are are going through a bit of a rough patch. But Minnesota's eight one and one in their last ten. Yeah,
1: Minnesota went on like they were a heater, and they kind of they didn't really go on a bad run. They just slowed it down, and they went back on a heater again. They scored like ten seconds into overtime because I think like Fiala one time, I remember. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Johnson took a bad penalty with 26 to go on. Uh, I think it was I think it was Tyson Joe, his old teammate. Um, but yeah, he, he cross-checked them 20 seconds left in the third and dude, they hit the post with one second left. Like they could have won it in regulation too. Like they got really lucky they even got the point out of the game, but yeah, a shout out to Nate dog who beat the living crap out of Dumba. <laughs> that was also a funny one too. I didn't expect that today.
0: Um, playoff races. I, the East is pretty much sealed up.
1: Yeah, there's no way. I think it's like a probably a one less than half a percent chance, though, the Columbus Blue Jackets catch up to Washington. Certainly or won't be
0: the Red. Certainly won't be the Red Wings. Yeah, no um, shit. <laughs> the West is still pretty close. It, it's uh, it is close.
1: I don't think the Canucks make it. If you're asking, because I assume that's what you're going to ask me eventually here.
0: No, I I I, I, I was more probably going to talk about it with Scott tomorrow, but I mean. It's very close between, like, because Vancouver still has to like jump over three teams to get yeah. the second wild card spot, or or they, you know, get four points, but Edmonton has a game on them to get into the Pacific. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I I don't think the Canucks make it.
1: I'll, I'll 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 think it's a successful season if we get like within like three points. I think of the like three four points. I think that's a you got to understand the, the how bad we were at the start. Like, I think our penalty kill has been, I don't think it's average yet. It's like been like, I think it's like a 20th to like 17, like 17 to 20th range since Boudreaux came in. Uh, we're still last in the league just because of how bad I think we were historically like the worst team ever, like since penalty killing has been recorded. So that just shows how bad it was. And I mean, on five on five, like we are one of the best, like, yeah, like no, I think it's a Jay
0: fresh teams. thing of like the Canucks are like one of the best five on five teams. One of the,
1: one of, if not the worst PK team, uh, even with green, that was the case too, though. That was the funny yeah. part. We just, like, we were always good. I think it's just the case of the offense waking. up mean I mean, a lot of our guys have woken well, you know, up. I think Besser the past three, four games have been much better. I mean, the game we went to, that's probably his worst game as a Canuck, to, to be honest with you. That was terrible. And even the next few. But ever since like that game, I think he's really turned it on. Um, he, obviously all, he always plays well in Minnesota just because his family's from there and they're watching. But he played really well yesterday too.
0: Um, I'm still rooting. Again, I'll talk about this with Scott tomorrow. But uh, I'm rooting for Kyle Connor to hit 50 so I can get 10 bucks from Scott. <laughs> I still uh, think he can, dude. I mean, it's really just takes
1: again. It just takes a heater, man. Right? I hope he doesn't, just cause uh, I uh, don't want the Jets to even get be in this race. No, I don't want. Cubs. No,
0: no, I don't want the Jets to make the playoff. I, I don't want that. <laughs> I just want Kyle Connor to score fifty goals.
1: Oh, they got it. He's on pace
0: for fifty-one right now. Kyle Connor is single-handedly yeah, yeah. Uh, trying oh, to okay, put the Jets a- on his back. Good.
1: I mean, overtime win for them. That we <laughs> uh, did, did get too, and Nick Ritchie revenge. He's, he's trying to show Dubis what's up now, probably. He's trying to
0: show. He's trying to show Kyle Dubis uh, like, that he should be on the
1: team. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything about Nick Ritchie. I think the kid trades worked out too. I think Riley and Louboutin have been looking good.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let let's do uh, a 2017 NHL redraft. How about you want to do this now? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh would you like the first pick or should I have the first pick?
1: Um, I think you take it. You take the first pick. It, it's it's a right. hard one, man. It's a really hard
0: one. Very hard. Um don't know where I'm gonna go, but I guess if I have to pick somebody. I'll probably take Kale McCarr <laughs> <laughs> uh, first overall in the 27, uh, 2017 redraft. Um, Kale McCarr, who I was a little bit surprised when they took him originally, considering like he played in. Yeah, a I think it's a the league
1: Alberta. thing, right? Like where he played, that was the main issue that came with him being drafted.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, wow, they, like Colorado took this guy fourth from like junior A Alberta. Okay. I guess that makes sense, and he—I don't think he's going to win the Norris this year.
1: Who do you think is going to win it, Yossi? Or?
0: Yossi, I think will probably just because of the offensive numbers. Yossi probably going to win it. Yeah.
1: I, but, I would hope he wins it, but McCar is going to win more. So, like, a, like in his career, than Yossi will, I think. Actually, yeah. that, yeah, because I think Makar could like that would be Yossi's second. I think Makar could get like four or five at this point, man.
0: Yeah, but I I just, I just think with McCarr, um, dude is so good. He, he, he this is this is gonna be a biased cliche, but like I watch Olin Zellweger on a regular basis in Everett, and he's just everywhere.
1: Yeah, that's like McCarr, and, isn't it?
0: That's McCarr in the NHL, where it's just like he can you know, make every play on defense, he can make every play on offense, he can make every pass, um, make every breakout. He's just phenomenal. Um, Kudos to Joe Sackett and the entire Avalanche organization for uh, finding him and drafting him because he will be... I don't think he is yet, but he will be the best defenseman in the NHL at some point here down the line.
1: Yeah. If if you don't believe it now, it it, it will just be a fact eventually at this point. The guy is... The guy is elite, man. In every sense of the way, like defensively, offensively, it's it's insane. He has like twenty five or something this season. It's ridiculous. Twenty four. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. he only has twenty four. Only twenty four. I think that's more than any Canuck right now. So, actually, no. I think Horvat's above him. So <laughs> there you go, Horvat. <laughs> so,
0: so there you go, Kale McCarr. Uh, first overall in our twenty seventeen NHL redraft. Rob, you have the second pick. Take the floor
1: uh so number two originally well number one was nico he he'll probably be later on for us as well um no number two is nolan patrick um knight right now he's on the knights mm, i mean i think he's really just playing he's playing like 11 minutes a night he's not really getting much time i i hope it works out for him i hope he gets like a, some form of nhl job but yeah that that, that that pick is has not worked out at all for philadelphia and i don't think yeah it's just it's just been a it's rough way it's the injuries too which yeah, you that's never... why I, I don't give it to him. It's it's not all his fault with with, yeah. with what's been going on here. Um, yeah, but I hope he like carves out a role for himself, even if it's on like fourth line or third line role. Like the guy is skilled. It's just unfortunate with all the the injuries that have brought, uh packed up on him for the past few years. Um, number two overall. Um, I I was thinking I was almost thinking about putting Miro Heisken in above uh Peterson, but I didn't. I I did go with Elias Peterson at number two. Um walk walk with Elias. Yeah, always. Um, I'm not trying to be biased here. Look, like I just I, I think this one is it could be it's probably an obvious one, but yeah. Calder winner 2019. Um the guy is just amazing to watch. Some like some night I think at the start of the season you really it was a bunch of bunch of the wrist and a bunch of the confidence with with green that was an issue and i think over the past two months you really got to see like how he actually is he's a, at the top of his game he's one of the best two-way centers i think in the world he's probably one of the best centers in the world when he's on top of his game um the faceoffs are are, are a bit what well, probably one of his the faceoffs and skating are probably his uh least uh best skill i would say but besides that the guy has one of the best shots in the league he's a great passer um elite defensively uh, last game. He scored two goals, both in the ways Pedersen, every goal <laughs> you think of a Pedersen goal, the goals he scored lot, last night against the stars are basically what he does come down the wing, just snipe it or the, you know, the classic one T um, and he saved us yeah, with a, a stick check on Issa late. So, I mean, when he's on top of his game, he's, he's our best defensive forward. And uh, there's nothing, there's not much else I can say about him, man. The guy is just Elite.
0: I, with PD, one of the best centers in the league, obviously. I kind of wonder if the COVID break, like in two years ago, if that doesn't happen, what his development is like.
1: Yeah, that's why I I always was slow with him. Like people came up to me and like, you know, like, do you think he's gonna is, is he even that good? Do you think I'm like, yeah, so obviously, like, I don't understand how you can't think of a point per game guy in his first two years of the NHL is not good. Like, I don't know
0: what you obviously say. He needs to be sent down to the AHL yeah. for some conditioning. Like you gotta go play an Abbey for a couple games. Yeah, I like
1: that. Me, we where like during during the Red Wings game, the guy would make like some insane play, and it's like, Yeah, look at this AHL star, dude. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and you know, I, I, you you really like don't find guys like Petey very often. Like it's that's rare. Yeah, it's a rarity. It really... to find... You go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say it's a rarity to find somebody of his talent, um, and his ability. So I get why you take him too. Yeah,
1: I mean, I was really happy when uh, when betting took him. I think a lot of fans. Me, I mean, it's just one of the things that like. You don't know about, like, I think it's like, it's just like, I guess a lot of fans always thought like, oh my God, another Swedish player it should probably like, uh, you don't ever know if it's going to work out or not. It worked out with Sadines but and it worked out with Pettersson. So I'm I'm really happy that it worked out. It's one of, it's probably Benning's best play as a Canuck. <laughs> Let's be honest. His best, his best move. Um, but yeah, guys, like, I think next year we'll really see how he will. Like the next two years, just because he has to prove for himself, like for his contract like whether like because he's he's worth more than eight million dollars when he's on top of his game and i think next year he'll show it and the i mean the past two months he's he's been i think on like a probably a 70 to 80 point pace even considering he had another small setback recently like with his wrist or they, they call it upper body injury but everyone assumed it was the wrist again wait so he yeah. took a break for a few games but yeah i think once he's 100 percent again like whenever he's 100 percent the guy's lethal man it, it is it's really fun to watch him play i'm happy that the Canucks selected him. And that's why I have him going up uh, three spots to number two.
0: The the worst thing, I think, and this isn't totally his fault, the worst thing about Petey is his Capilano Audi. Uh, commercials. <laughs> oh, he, he, I forgot the saying he
1: said in that. for <sighs> forgot what he said. There's a, there's a funny clip of him with that commercial. I like my favorite Patterson clip is when he was streaming. Uh, he used to stream during the pandemic. I remember he just, there's this clip in Warzone. He kills someone. He's just like, suck it, bitch. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs>
0: uh, so that, that would be my one drawback about PD the awkward Capilano Audi commercials. <laughs> um, number three, uh, this would have been the Dallas Stars. So like the Miro Heiskanen. Yeah, so Miro Heiskanen. So it's kind of a wash. Um, you know, I don't know if he's quite. Maybe it's because I don't watch him enough, and maybe it's because he doesn't get enough national attention. I don't know if he's on the level of like Hughes and McCarr, but like he's pretty damn close i would
1: man dude I, yeah like, okay he he the, he. his skating's probably up there with with hughes and mccarr he's probably better than McCar or, or not mccarr hughes honestly just because the, the weight he carries around he's is much smaller frame and you know high is this much bigger guy who can skate around like a fucking ballerina it is it, it's amazing watching him play I'm, it's unfortunate um he's injured for the, for the rest of the season but yeah the guy's a lethal lethal skater <laughs> elite skater
0: well, and the other thing what, what's going to be interesting um, is where Dallas goes as an organization, because there's another no. guy. There's another guy on this list that we're, we'll we'll talk about later on. Yeah, maybe maybe next pick even if you're ambitious. But
1: uh, okay, I'm not going to Demco him again. <laughs> I'm not going to do the Demco
0: number two with with Jake. On your <laughs> but well, but, but but with with that, it's just you know. I'm curious to see where Dallas goes as an organization. I like Miro Heiskanen, one of the best defenders. He's somebody you can build around. Um, you don't have – you can set it and forget about it. You don't have to worry about Miro on defense. Obviously, the health is a bit of a concern. Like you said, he's missing the rest of the year. Silky smooth defensively. Always just seems to be in the right place at the right time. Makes plays offensively. If they can – you know, if they decide that they're going to tear down and they're going to try and sell, you know. Yeah, there's
1: just a lot of the contracts on that team are, I don't know if they're sellable, like the Sagan one, the Ben Ben. one. Yeah. Those are two big ones. Like, how do you even sell a Tyler Sagan at this point? Like, how do you sell Jamie Ben if you want to even sell? I think that, I don't know, you probably just have to run at least the Ben one out. I don't know how you get rid of Sagan. There might be a, might be a fuck, like a Suter Parise buyout where you have to deal with it. It, or you just deal with the player himself. Just keep him, like, because I don't think Sagan's a probably like. I don't know. It, you gotta just hope he turns it around because it's not. It's not looking good for them with with the contracts they have, especially. I don't know. Is Hudobin up at the end of the year? If that's that's one that's off the books. Maybe. Yeah. So I mean, U- a Udo- the...
0: and Bishop, I believe.
1: Yeah, but you have to sign. I mean, probably the next pick here. You you probably have to sign him too. So.
0: Yeah, so that's kind of what I that's kind of where I'm going with it. But with Height with Heiskanen, he he is the third best player in this draft class. Like yeah. I I don't think I I don't think there's any doubt he is I think the, the top best.
1: three there is probably solidified, but there's yeah. guys there's guys that could take over for sure. But the the those top three are like players that we know have been elite for more than a year at this point.
0: Yeah, that's that yes, that I would agree with that. Um so Heiskinen. Number three to Dallas, Rav. Who do you have going number
1: four? Uh, oh, sorry, completely got Number four, who even was it? It was yeah, number four is McCarr. We talked about him. Number one, we think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Number four, uh, I had the Avalanche selecting Jason Robertson.
0: Uh, okay, I,
1: yeah. So I think the obviously we had two there that you could have selected. Probably it was probably it's probably Robertson or Suzuki. Um, I went with Robertson just because the. I mean, I don't know his. He's been on something else this year. Like last year, I think we all saw like you know, okay, there's a bunch of injured guys. You bring him up in the lineup, and you know this guy works out. You know, maybe it's like he's playing with Rupe Hints or something. He's playing with these guys, getting like get a bit of luck. But yeah, this year he's just been driving driving that team, man. He's he's like a big reason why they're even in the playoff race this year. I would say. Oh, sorry.
0: I with. It's funny with, with Robertson, where, you know, really good year Wait last year. Two. Pardon?
1: Uh, sorry. I, I, I didn't hear what you said. It like cut off.
0: Really, really good year last year. Um, you know, again, he's one of those guys with Dallas, like, depending on where the organization goes, like, you can build around him, Heiskanen, Ottinger, and you still have a decent core. Um, I, I, you know would love to see him on something like colorado right now just because you know they totally what, need yeah. they they, to, they totally need wingers
1: um, <laughs> uh and the, yeah i mean i just like in my head i'm like i'm just like realistically if like if they knew if colorado knew the outcomes they'd probably go with i think that you'd go with suzuki you get the better defensive player but i'm just like dude jason robertson this guy's so sick just like making a big good team even better I I mean, yeah, he has what sixty, yeah, sixty points in fifty-six games this year. There's a point. I think he had two hat tricks back to back, right? Like, like absolutely amazing. Um, Nick, Nick Robertson, his brother as well, for the Leafs. He's been good. He's been good in 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 um in the stints up there. He scored against. He scored. Did he score against the Canucks? I think he did score against the Canucks. I think you're right. Yeah. But yeah, a great, great winger, big guy too, six three, two hundred. I you always, um, yeah. I don't know if you expect that from him, but yeah, the guy's big guy he could score. Uh, I mean, he's probably their their best forward like right now. Him and Rupe Hints are probably their best players. Uh, besides Heiskanen, wonder what the yeah. But back to the point, just like you got to resign this guy. Wonder what he wants. Does Klingberg have to leave now because? you want to sign Robertson and you just run with Heiskanen and then Lindell. It's like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, questions that, that the, the front office has in
0: Dallas right now. And you're spending like almost like 20 million a year on ben Sagan.
1: We're <laughs> never going to, I don't think they'll ever live that one down. The Sagan contract was even like one of those ones, like, Hey, they did it like five years ago. I'm like, that was like the recent, they signed him to that big contract too. So it's like, I don't know. I, I didn't really understand that at all. Um, but Yeah. I mean, Jason Robertson's also a guy you can know, like who can I'm pretty sure he can play the center, but he's just been winged exclusively this year. Um, but yeah, uh Jason Robertson, number four. I, I just I, I think he's the fourth best player from this draft class. I think he's better than Suzuki. Um Suzuki's much better defensively, probably than even Peterson and Robert uh, and Robertson. But yeah, Robertson for me is number four.
0: So I I, I don't I don't mind that. Um
1: did you have Suzuki number four?
0: No, I didn't actually. I had Robertson oh. four. Okay. My fifth pick, I, I will go with Nick Suzuki. It was kind of, like, I don't know. I had a bit of a toss in between like him and Ishir.
1: Yeah, no, same, dude. I actually but, I don't know. There's I don't know what even took. I think it was just the defensive play. I think my thought process was like Vancouver Canucks. Do we right now do we want another? scoring center and also again it was also do have another left-handed center and i'm like okay we because we have like no right-handed center so i'm like okay suzuki perfect number five
0: <laughs> well and and like the other the other thing with um zuki he is that i think we like there's a bit of a perception with each because the devils aren't good that means that each isn't good
1: that's not well, the case especially this year too
0: well well and like or, or like the only good player on the devils is Jack Hughes.
1: Yeah. Like, That's the main one. Jack Hughes, Dougie. Yeah. Oh,
0: and, and you know, then there's a bunch of other busts like Nico. Heesher, a bust. <laughs> Jesper Brat. Jesper <laughs> Brat. Like, the leading scorer. Mackenzie Blackwood. But. Okay. <laughs> but I, I I'm going to go with Nick Suzuki. Number five to Vancouver. Um, you know, with with Suzuki I, I've always liked him um I, I'm with still a, not I don't know with the you know throwing him in the patch ready deal where like that's Vegas, yeah where like Vegas could have like just kept Suzuki have a real center not having to trade for Eichel and you know still use Suzuki on his ELC for as long as they could
1: yeah um uh, yeah th- that would help the cap issues they have right now where you know, Mark Stone, I don't know if Mark Stone can even play and that sucks because I have him on fantasy and I need him for the playoffs. <laughs> so it's a bit rough, but yeah, I don't know if Mark Stone, I think Mark, they got Martinez back. I think he was fine, with, but yeah, I don't know You get how you get Mark Stone back, especially with the Dadunov incident and how that's, I mean, that's worked out for them so far. I hope it doesn't keep working out because the Canucks team make the playoffs. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how, I don't know. I don't know how his career like shapes up because I don't know anything like, Obviously Vegas is such a new team. We don't know much about their development at all. And like how, like, you know, how would Suzuki have developed in their system rather than, rather than Montreal's
0: and, and Suzuki, I mean, again, maybe because he's a Montreal player, but it's like, ah, yeah, you know, kind of reminds me of Philip Deneau a little bit. How he, how he plays. <laughs> he, he,
1: yeah, he does. But I think, I mean, but, a he's lot a of better, but he's a
0: better Philip Deneau, like he's a better player than Philip. Yeah. Deneau.
1: Philip Deneau doesn't score. Uh, Nick yeah. Suzuki does. and It is a lot on the power play, to be honest with him. Like five on five, I think he, I don't think he, I think he had like 20 something points, like five on five. So like it, it's, it's, it's much lower, but I think that's something you develop, right? Like you, could, especially if you already have the power play side, I think he can definitely like develop the five on five side. And I mean, playing with Caulfield now and the way he's been playing, I think that'll help him as well. As well. And hopefully he gets like another winger to play with, hopefully for the next eight years, hoping like Caulfield and Suzuki are like the main guys up front for him
0: um which is funny because vegas drafted six in this draft they took cody glass yeah um
1: that also so he, hasn't worked out where is he is, is he on um what do you call it
0: nashville now
1: nashville yeah he in ryan,
0: ryan ellis deal
1: yeah because they did that like uh what do Three. you call it scenery swap i call them they were the, <laughs> they traded <Yes>. the guy <laughs> they did that where they just trade the guy like oh i'll probably go be better there and this guy will be better here it works out for like um, some players like Sam Bennett. I mean, it worked oh, out. Oh, Sam yeah.
0: Bennett, it's absolutely worked out. Like,
1: Yeah, that's that's an... I, I always loved that trade. I, I Even when it happened, I'm like, yeah. Like, I think anyone who watched Sam Bennett play, especially in the playoffs, knew that the guy was good. I didn't know he'd be that good, but I knew he'd be much better in, in, in a better position. And Florida's worked out a lot for both sides.
0: But getting back to Suzuki, I mean... I think he's still the same player in Vancouver that he would be in Montreal. Like I don't think anything yeah. that's like gone on in Montreal outside of their fluke Stanley Cup run <laughs> is all that different from like yeah. what the Canucks have gone through in the last 5 years.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm happy you got that experience too. That hopefully that'll I mean, that's just a great thing to have just to have that playoff experience. I know it's a it's probably weird just cuz you go home and you're playing against like you're playing in front of nobody, then you go to Tampa and you just got this full house. But just having that experience for those guys, especially like Suzuki, I think that's help for Montreal. I'm, I don't know. And, I'm just, like, I'm just trying to think of some positives for Montreal right now just because of the way it's going. I mean, oh, there, they, there
0: they, isn't any positive. You don't have to give them positive. Yeah. There aren't any positives right now. You're the hoping, hoping the goalie I, situation works out too. The other thing I wanted to say about Suzuki is that he definitely gives me um, like captain leadership vibes. Like, he definitely seems like a cool, level-headed guy in the locker room. Yeah.
1: I would Wait. hope he would probably get the captain once you know the whole Weber situation is dealt with. Yeah. Um, so think,
0: that's yeah. that's Nick Suzuki fifth going to Vancouver in this redraft.
1: Um. Speaking of captains, uh, number six, I don't have Cody Glass going there. Uh, I don't have him on my top twenty. Actually, um, I would hope for you too. Um, I have I have the Devils captain Nico Heischer, going uh, at number six. Um, dropping down five spots from number one where he originally went. Um Swiss center, probably their best center. So like him and him and Hiescher, or him and Yossi. Sorry, the best Swiss players right now. Meyer as well would put in there. Probably Meyer above sure at this point, the way he's been scoring this year. Um, but yeah, Heesher's he's been great this year. This has probably been his best season since his rookie campaign. Um, what is it, 47 and 56 this year? I don't know. It's just been like.
0: I remember, I remember, I remember thinking like into like when this draft class was taking place, it's like, oh, if Nico, he and Nolan Patrick are the top two picks, it's probably not going to be that great of a draft class.
1: Right. That's what, yeah. I think, I think Nico, he is the Owen power pick of that draft where it's like, it's the guy that's like guaranteed to like, you know, he'll be fine. Like he'll be an NHL caliber player yeah and that's what that's what i think like because obviously like there's guys in the last draft where it's like you know these guys have such a big ceiling but owen power is the guy who's like probably the most like likely to fit in nhl and that's why i think the case with nico he was and that was obviously the case when he came in because he got 52 in his first 80 in his first um 82 game season and then the guy looked really good and and it just kind of it just didn't work out for the next few years i think i mean the devils weren't really the, the, dev-
0: the, the devils weren't really good nico was injured more or less like during that time
1: yeah um but also i think his teammates have definitely approved i think jack hughes has turned it up uh, jesper bratt's been a really big addition like him playing good and there's a lot of guys they're like yeah Sharangovich. he's been playing good and like johnson there's the i could go on like considering the devils have a lot of issues and they're that bad they have a lot of good players on that team it is really weird to see i don't know
0: I think that is their head coach still Lindy Roth, I think. Maybe yeah, that's part of their, maybe that's that, that the might reach. be,
1: it. but yeah, for a team that isn't really in a good position right now, they do have a lot of young talent and Nico. I'm happy they named him captain. I think a lot of people see, saw him being named as captain as like a weird thing just because of like, you know, he hasn't shown anything to be like, I don't think he's shown anything publicly. Like he's a great player. Like he's like oh, always a good player. Right. But he's nothing like, I don't know how to, I, he kind of reminds me of Bo Horvat in a way, a lot like Bo Horvat, like the way, like the kind of I don't know, like Bo Horvat. Well, it, it's, it's kind of like what well, we have.
0: It was. I was gonna say it's like we don't really have anybody else to give it to. That's the vibe. It's like a, a, a somebody yeah. who's not a Devils fan. It's like well, they had no one else to give it to. That's where so you go.
1: That was kind of what I thought with the Canucks as well. Um, There's obviously like people who said give it to Pedersen. I don't know if he exemplified leadership at the at the time. He you also don't want to start giving every 20-year-old. I think the Canucks aren't a franchise to start giving 20-year-olds captaincy as well. That's just not how the Canucks work. Um, but yeah, I'm happy he got the captaincy and he's he's been rolling with it, man. He's been really good. I hope nothing for the best for him. But yeah, the guy's been really good this year. His face-offs have taken a much better improvement as well. I mean, everything looks good. Even analytically, the guys stepped it up in the past few years. So yeah, I have Nico. He's your number six. I think that's... I hope you do as well, I'm assuming, right?
0: Yeah, I I would like to five see him six. I like to see him in a playoff run too. Like get like
1: yeah, get get a you playoff he's run. Only had like I think he's only had the one playoff run in the in the Taylor Hall season. Yeah, <laughs> in that season, and yeah, just the one point. But yeah, I I hope I hope he gets some experience too. You don't you don't want to. I hate when Pete players like that good have to like wait till the 28, 29 to get playoff like Jack Eichel right? like and I don't think yeah. he might not even get it this year right like it's unfortunate but yeah. When hopefully they have to play it, when
0: it, when they have to play on a shit team like the Devils for like t- and <laughs> until they can get through like get out of their RFA years,
1: yeah, yeah that's it, that's really rough for them. I I, I mean I think Heisher is probably in the long run for them just because I mean you take the guy first overall and you name him captain right, so he's probably in the long run for them and hopefully yeah. works out for them. But yeah, Nico Heisher, he's. Sure, he's I'm happy that it later, later, I don't know if it's a later bloomer, just because he's always really like, he was a, always a good player from the start, but really turning into like what I think people expected him to be like recently.
0: Hmm. I like that pick. Uh, I'm going to go number seven here. This was originally Lias Anderson.
1: Yeah. That's the, I don't know if you can talk about that one. Uh, I'm, I'm all not, over the
0: place. I, I think he's in King's system now. Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, I'm not taking uh, Lias Anderson. I'm gonna go with Robert Thomas.
1: Ooh, that's one. That's a good one.
0: I like again, kind of like the blues. And part of it is because I kind of like Robert Thomas and who he is as a player. Yeah. Um, he see he seems like somebody who's really good, like really meant to play in the playoffs.
1: Oh yeah, he um, was great in that run as well.
0: Yeah, with the blues. Uh, you know, London Knights prosper like he used to play for London. Um He's on a great contract right now too. I know that stuff. He's on a great contract. You know, he's not afraid to throw the ball. It's it, like it's kind of a nice. Uh, how would I put this? Kind of like a nice opposite um, type of player to like Jordan Kyrou. Where like Jordan Kyrou yeah. is like uh, like one of the fastest players, great skater. Thomas is like will not be afraid to throw the body. He'll put the you know he'll. Play physical, still can shoot, still can make yeah. plays. Um, only,
1: uh, yeah, the, the twelve goals is deceptive. Like you, you don't really understand how good the guy is. Like, like with only the twelve goals, but I think I think he's a great passer, man. Like he's 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 been really good this season.
0: And and yeah, like I, mean, I especially
1: I just, the sorry, go
0: ahead. I just think it's a really he's, he's got a really good situation in St. Louis with the Blues that. Yeah they probably bring out the best of him and, and being able to play under Craig Berube, I think really brings out the best in him. Uh, I don't know how it would be with him with the rain. He might be a fan favorite. If he was a Ranger, if he took over <laughs> Elias Anderson, but he wouldn't have that playoff run in 2019. And, yeah. and like, I think that experience
1: exactly. definitely helped him as well, man. Like that, oh, that for really, sure. yeah, really helped him put him into like. I think that's what also like helped the management. Like, like I don't know, maybe he wasn't in the plans, you know. But like, like now, like when we have a big run like that, and he, I mean, he, he kind of he essentially scored that goal that Maroon scored because he hit the post and it was just sitting there and it was just for someone to hit it into the net. Like uh, he played amazing in that tur- in that in that whole run, especially in that game too um yeah i mean that playoff run uh, helped him and the management like realize what he was i would think
0: well like him for like him and kairu who like both weren't at their peak at that time like they were still like developing as players and like now they're like really i don't know if they're hitting their peak now but they're definitely hitting a stride that's like i i if i was an nhl gm i'd probably trade for robert thomas and probably Kyrou, but robert thomas for sure at least once in my career where like thomas i would definitely want to like throw him on like a middle six line and try and have him like in a playoff one.
1: yeah uh that's that's a perfect middle six guy i would say
0: like and that's kind of and that's kind of where we are where we are at this point in the redraft is like middle six guys who can really, you know, yeah. yeah you could argue out. Robert Thomas.
1: Like, I mean, I, like, I think you could argue Robert Thomas has always been this good. Cause I think everyone, I think everyone has played with Robert Thomas has always talked about how, like, I think Maroon even has talked about him before. Um, like, yeah, this guy's going to be great. Like one day. And like, obviously like now, he's been so good. Um, but the time on time on ice recently, I think he's gotten like a four to five minute boost just from last year alone. Yeah, he's on a five, he's got a, yeah, five and a half minute boost just from last year alone. Just the ice time as well. Just him being bumped up in the lineup and getting to play with like better players now. You obviously got Buchanavich in the offseason and Tarasenko's oh, yeah. back as well. Like you got you got players like this, and then Kairou steps it up. Really, I didn't I didn't expect St. Louis to like turn out this way. I think at the start of last offseason, but then obviously like the moves and then Kairu coming in being as good as he is has definitely worked out for him.
0: Uh, so that's my pick, number seven, Robert Thomas, who would go to the Rangers. Then, uh, Rav, you have the eighth pick, which would have been uh, Buffalo and Casey Middlestat.
1: Yeah, I think everyone thought Casey Middlestat was going to be good, especially in that that World of Juniors run he had. Like everyone thought it was going to work out, it didn't. Um, now it's he's getting some ice time now, and he's playing he's playing decent considering how bad that team is. In Buffalo, the, the bad that bad team that beat the Canucks three two in, in in overtime. Um, I, <laughs> number I, seven. Where you said I,
0: I, I was gonna say I um I remember I think it was last year where I said like I don't know if anybody cares but I still have stock in Casey Middles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I have his hockey card somewhere. I think I just gave it to my sister. She has like this big collection of shit with with hockey cards. Um, number seven. I had this guy. I just so just number seven neat switch for me. Okay. Um, but, yeah, number eight now. Guy went in the fourth round. Uh, he born in America, but he played for Team Canada, again, in the World Juniors, and he had he had a great turn. That's where I first really saw him uh, turn out. Center for the Ottawa Senators, it's Drake Batherson. Ooh. Yeah. That's the guy I have, number eight. I, that could also be, like, a, is that a hot take for you? Do you think that's it's a hot take? It's a little bit
0: of a hot take. It's a little bit higher than what I had of going as. But yeah. But... Uh. But explain why. I want to hear why.
1: Uh It might be the bias, though. Um, but yeah, man. I don't know. It, the start of the season, the guy was on a heater. He was scoring goals, just making great plays. And, and he came back yesterday and had, he had a good game against Ottawa, like his first game in two months. And they against Florida. Sorry. And considering the circumstances, and like being your first game back, yeah, he, he had he had an assist. And he just looked, he looked the same, like how he was like before. He's just been looking. I don't know how to explain. It. Considering the team he has to play around, I guess Josh Norris, who's another guy who will probably be in here too, he's been playing good as well. There's, um, I don't know. I'm trying to. I always think of like comparisons, and I can't think of one for Bath. So he kind of reminds me of, huh? What do you have for him? I can't really think. I really think of a comparison. That's, that's like the know, best. I like way ba- I
0: I, Like I like Bath as a player. He again, he's one of those guys who. I wish we was just on a better team. Like I feel like that, Levinian- that's, yeah,
1: that's another thing. I think he doesn't really get the respect he deserves just because that's why I went with him. Cause I feel like that's a, I don't, I don't think people understand how good he is just because like whenever I watch Ottawa play, he's really the guy driving play. I would say, I think him, I don't think Norris really drives the play as much. Like he's a great player, but I think yeah. Batherson drives the play at a much better level. I think Timmy does as well. Like, Slaughter does as well, but it's just, I mean, it's his second year, and, like, there's a lot of mistakes the guy makes. But, like, yeah, I think Drake Batherson is an elite offensive talent when he's on top of his game.
0: Like, if he was playing for anybody but Ottawa, <laughs> I, I, i like, because Ottawa just has no sense of direction and has no idea what they're doing as a franchise. But if Bathurston was on, like, I don't know, pittsburgh or something like yeah it, it, the, that
1: would work out well um, i mean it, i mean he had such good years in the ahl i think i when he came up for the first time i think i, I thought like oh, i hope this guy works out and like you had a decent year last year considering like how bad the circumstances were where like you're the worst team and, the, and, and you only get to play against like the, the seven teams he had 34 points at 56 games and um what was his shooting percentage i I can't find a switching percentage, but I'm pretty sure it's kind of, kind of low. And then this year he came in on a heater and fortunately got injured. And I think that's what kind of slowed down the Ottawa Senators from like becoming like a middle pack team. And now they're kind of at the bottom and like Shabbat's out for the year. And you're kind of just like, you're kind of in it to just like whatever. Um, But yeah, man, I think when Batherson is healthy, he's – one of the most underrated offensive talents in the league, I would say like, and there's no, there's very few players that, that I would call underrated that are over a point per game. Like, like it's, and I think Bathurst is one of them. It's also one just because of the place he plays in, but it's also just like, I don't think people understand how good he is just because of the, I guess, just because of the place he plays in. Like he, the guy, he it's weird. He can dry. Like, I think it's kind of like, I remember when Edmonton tried to split up, like there's a point where they try to split up with David dry and then have Jesse Bullyarby on the third line. And the coach said, I put Puyavie on third line because that's a guy who can drive a line, and it didn't really work out there. But Batherson's a guy who can drive a line. You could put him lower in the lineup. I don't know why you would, because he's probably your best forward, like offensively. Maybe like him and Kachuk. But I would, yeah. I think, I think Batherson. I mean, I think Batherson's a much better player than Norris right now. I would. I don't know. Maybe that's a yeah. hot take from.
0: Yeah. No, I. I, get, I no, I get where you're coming from, and I think there's also not that this is the reason why you would take him. But I think there's also something to be said for like you just want guys who did well on Canada, the World Juniors, to just yeah. I
1: mean, there's a bit of bias there just because I I always supported him from that, and I mean he was he was born in America, but I think he lived in Canada his whole life. I'm pretty sure is what the story is. So I mean, those yeah, I, I I that's probably the bias where like it comes it comes in, but yeah, man, when he's on top of his game, I believe the guy like I like to be a point per game on that team right now. I think is something that shouldn't be overlooked, like regardless of, you know, it might be a bit of luck here and there, but like the guy, he, he drives play at like elite level Sometimes, man, the guy, like he, he's a really good, he's a deceptively good passer. I would say as well. He has a good shot too. He had like, a, he had two opportunities to score in overtime yesterday. Bob robbed him on one as well. He could add a goal in his first game back. He could add a nice two point night, but yeah.
0: So I like that pick. A little bit higher, but I'm I'm glad you put him in the top ten. I'm glad you have him. Yeah, in the top 10, I was. There's I think, no way.
1: Bad. Yeah, there's no way I was gonna take Batherson. I had him at seven, actually. Adam over Thomas. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Okay, all right. I,
1: I, that's like maybe it's because I I'm like you with the middle stat thing. I just always had stock in this guy, and thankfully did work out for me.
0: Also, a good Instagram follow, Drake Batherson. Yeah. <laughs> um, ninth pick. Who 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 took who picked ninth in this draft? Do we know? Uh, it was
1: your team and they picked, oh you know, okay.
0: It's the, oh yeah, okay. It's the um, big guy. Big guy, Michael Rasterson. Um I have going ninth. I have Martin Nachez.
1: Ooh, yeah, that's a good one.
0: Um kind of a we I know weird is maybe not the right word. Talented player. Yeah, he could.
1: You can when you watch him play, you see how talented he really is. He is a he's a really good skater, and he, I mean, he can pass very well as well.
0: That that's kind of it. Um, you know, he's 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 part of what makes Carolina so good. He's part of what makes Carolina so good from like top to bottom. Um, like you know, he's right now on the second line with Trochek and Svechnikov, which you know. Like that's a really fucking good line. Yeah. And part and of it is because and part and of it's it. because Ignatius is just, you know, he can pass, he can also shoot, he can also finish. Um, like all around good player. Um, you know, some people might criticize me for having him below Robert Thomas. Um I wouldn't.
1: I don't think that's, I don't think that's a fair criticism just because I, I think Robert Thomas has shown that he's been good for a long time, whereas Nate just, it was kind of just last year where he really turned it up. And this year, obviously, it's always gone down a bit, but it's also, you add on so many pieces that take off the load from him. And like, obviously Tony, one, And then you now you're adding Max Domi, Niederreiter stepped it up again. And then you add Kotkaniemi into the mix. There's a lot of guys that are joining the team. I mean, he's well, getting similar ice time to last year, but, in the, but I mean, if you're looking at the points, you obviously see, oh my God, this guy guy's out of it. But like, I mean, the same thing with Pedersen as well. It could just be like a slow start. He's turned it up recently as well. Like the past few games, he's been good.
0: Well, and even if Carolina wants to go with their big line, like the heavy line of like Teravine and Ajo and Sveshnikov, you still have like Natius, Trochuk, and Seth Jarvis. <laughs>
1: Seth, Seth like- Jarvis is a good one too. That's a really good pick.
0: Yeah, like, 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 there's like another like really good quality line. Um, You know, it's like a chicken and the egg type thing of like, is Carolina as good as they are because of Natchez or is Natchez as good as he is because of Carolina? And it's like, I think it's a bit of both. I think they both work hand in hand together to, you know, be one of the best second lines in, in the NHL. And it, it was a bit of a savvy move when they traded for Trocek as well to help alleviate yeah. some of that pressure for nature.
1: I really like that trade. I, I, I mean, I have him on my fantasy again, so no more bias there, but like, he's just been a good player for them. It's been, and I always like the, 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 what do you call it? Comparison that Marsh ended like, I'm a, you're a Prius, I'm a Lambo. Then you, you end up losing to them. Like, I think pretty badly. So I mean, Trocek's on top there. And I think Trocek like in his career has similar stats to Brad Marchand, it is which is pretty funny. Like in his first five hundred games,
0: yeah. So I'm going to go with or I'm going to go with Hs. I think he should be in the top ten in this draft. Uh, yeah, I think he, I think he's skilled enough to do so. But he, you know, that's my take. And you know, if he goes to Detroit where did that come from where did
1: that would come from oh like in there okay i was like dude this is some trade room i didn't hear no,
0: no 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 like if he went like ninth that they took him instead of rasmussen
1: i mean he's he's probably a guy who would fit in probably where raymond is right now yeah probably because he's a yeah he he's much more of a winger i know he can play center but he's a winger at this point he, he's kind of like the same thing with robertson he is a winger at this point you, you want kind you, of a mix
0: you probably want him playing wing and like but then again, this is the same organization that's like, well, we don't know what to do with Philip Zadina. <laughs> so, uh, like,
1: I mean, obviously, what was his goals for percentage today? I think it was 7%, which is insanely low. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, it was a kid, for- to be fair, they did allow 11 goals. So, any, everyone's going to be low. But yeah, when you love, he's leading your team in goals for, it's not really the.
0: <laughs> so, anyways, um, I, I guess my, my point is, is that NHS, really good. Winger. I, I view him more of as a winger. Um, should be in the top 10 in this redraft. Quality player. Somebody who I could see being a hurricane for a while.
1: Yeah. That's who do good you have one. 10? Uh, 10. 10 overall down here. 10th overall is Owen Tippett. And obviously you talked about how he got traded to the Flyers. I'm hoping it works out for him. Uh, I, I, it just hasn't worked out in Florida. Just, I mean, it also, again, it's a thing of like when you're on a stacked team, you're not going to get the playing time you need, but he hasn't really shown like, whereas like Kako and like Lafreniere have shown that they're good. Owen Tippin, I don't know how, if he's really shown that in hundred near, I think he's 98, 98 games, 34 points minus 12. I hope it just works out. I think he'll get more playing time there and hopefully that works out. But yeah, that's, that's a guy I always wanted to work. at. I think I always looked at him as like a really good blue chip prospect. Um, But Okay, this one I think is bigger hot take than Batherson. Oh, do I do I go with him though? There's two guys. It, it, it's Norris and another guy. Another guy is uh Do I go with him, man? I'm gonna go with Jeremy Swayman. <laughs>
0: there we go. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. If if you if you weren't gonna take him, <laughs> I was.
1: I'm gonna do it, Jeremy Swayman. Number 10, uh to, to Florida. Uh Only 41 games in the NHL, so obviously I'm taking a big risk here if I'm a a GM, like, drafting out. Um, Yeah, 41 games, 1.94 goals against 9.30 save percentage. This year is a 9.25, and I'm pretty sure, let me pull it up, top 10 in goals saved above expected. Number 10, 12.8. He's above Demko, Huso, Markstrom, Sorokin, Leonard, Ront. I can go on. Um, 31 games this year, 19.8 and 3. I think it's helped. Allmark hasn't I want to say Allmark struggled, but he hasn't been. what I think Boston's wanted where Boston's probably wanted him as a starter. Yeah, but it's worked no, out. They, 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 came they paid. In.
0: They. I was gonna say they paid him that money and they gave him that contract to make Linus Allmark the starter. Yeah,
1: and and, and it has worked out. Um, I wonder how that works. Maybe you run. You probably. I, I think Allmark's turned it back around a bit recently. Um, but. I wonder how that's going to work out in the future, just because you have him to that contract, and obviously they have such a good relationship with the hugs they do at the end of each game, and that's pretty cool. I I like that. Um, it's insane that he even played in the AHL this year, like considering I think he's actually not even that good in the AHL. I think he had like a nine hundred, but like yeah, um, I think he he's been elite. I he's been like he's had a lot of elite games, but he's also been just he just seems like a veteran goalie at times, like the way he plays. I don't know he's. he's He's I don't know what the word is. I am calm. I don't know. He, he he seems calm. Like I don't know. He's just like he what it, what it compared to like morazic who's a guy who like go left, right, yeah, like, it's like jumping m- around.
0: morazic is like
1: even Demko, morazic and Demco are kind of like, like whereas Demco probably does him a bit better, but like they're the guys that are like, I don't know what the word is, antsy. There's a word for it. I can't think of yeah, it. Yeah, right I no, know antsy
0: is the right word for morazic where morazic's just like. All over the place. Whereas it's just so he's a wild thing.
1: Yeah, and that's why I think of Demko as well because you'll get the random pad stack you don't expect it. Where uh, Swayman, uh, he has great positioning. I don't know. It's it's obviously a weird pick just because of the the, the low amount of games he's played. And like, you know, I don't know if him and like Andre. I don't know if Andre. I think Andre's had much more games now than Swayman has. So like, obviously, I think I think Swayman has. I think Swayman has more potential than Ottenger does just I don't know. I, I don't think because I consider Boston's defense not to be that good. Like, especially I mean, now they got, got the upgrade in Lindholm McAvoy, that pairing, and but I feel like after that it kind of dies off. And I feel like Swayman's done a lot to help them win some games that they've needed to win. And I mean it shows in his goal saved above expected, his save percentage over the past 40 games. Um I don't know if he got called their votes last year. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth voting for a guy who played 10 games, but like he could have, he, he was amazing last year.
0: Yeah, I, I I I like swimming. Listen, if, if I if you weren't gonna pick him, I was gonna take him with the next pick.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, goals saved yeah. above above average, fourteen goal saved above. I think it's the exact same, but yeah, adjusted yeah. goals against average, he's third. It, it, it's every stat the guy is top ten right now, and I know it's only been thirty games, and so we always have to wait till he gets a much bigger sample size, uh, presumably next year. Or in the playoffs, actually, that might be one you, who you go with in the playoffs. Yeah. It is yeah. Like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You, I don't know if you go with you. I'm assuming you go with Swayman in the playoffs, right? Like, I you think kinda, you gotta do.
0: Gotta I, I think you do. I think you
1: have to. I know. I hope they don't. They have like. I assume the Leafs will go with Campbell in the playoffs, kind of thing, right? Like you can see, yeah. like consider, like it's kind of like you. I don't know. That's different in this case. Whereas, like, Campbell, I don't know. Is that different? That's a whole different scenario because he got two bad I think has, you have to start like the – Two average ones.
0: You have to start the guy who, like, gives you the most confidence or, like, has, like, the better statistical
1: – Yeah, and, that and that's, been, that's, him, that's been him this year for 100%. Yeah.
0: Two grass is um, coming back.
1: Yeah, took I was I was hoping it worked, but it, it didn't at all. Like he probably could have made it work if he tried a bit harder probably. Like if you, if you, if he you gave it a bit longer. Like it's uh, you know, you got you just came off a big injury and you're just going into like your first NHL game and so, so however long, right? It's just it's going to be a pain to ass, but I understand him leaving. Um I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. It was a good case for him. Yeah, yeah. he was a backup to yeah. that Stanley Cup. Uh, I mean, he was great for 10 years man. He was one of the best goalies of this generation. I would I would say um, just because of the times i I've, I've watched him absolutely rob people and he's only i don't know if he won the he was i think it was second or third place the year hellebuck won and that was only two years removed from that so i mean he's still very close to being at a
0: league level i would say he, he probably would have won the con Smythe at the bruins win the cup in 2019
1: oh yeah 100 percent yeah like he was like, that
0: good yeah
1: uh, I'm, I'm happy they didn't win just because i like the blue story and, yes. I mean, a lot of Canucks fans thought that would be the story this year. I don't think it would be. I, think, I don't think that will be now. But and, All and other,
0: The other thing with Swayman, so they, they did get a, a nice addition with Hampus Lindholm. Um, yeah. But I mean, you know, so you have Lindholm, Charlie McAvoy, Brandon Carlo, Matt Grizzlick, and their third D pair is Derek Forward and Connor Clifton.
1: Yeah, it's rough. Watching so, Connor Clifton play, I mean... I mean, they they got lucky because they got rid of Lozon for free. But, I mean, Forbert's kind of just like big again, it's just like the Myers situation. I told my brother today as well. I'm like, Jacob Truba's what the Canucks thought they were getting with Myers. Like, is just like a big guy who can hit and score, but they got Myers. <laughs> they got Myers. I don't think Truba's worth eight million, but I don't I don't think the rangers can be sad. I don't know why I've gotten to this point i always bring up myers randomly at this point in any conversation But i was like i don't think myers or i don't think troop has been like worth eight mil but i, I don't think the rangers are mad right now because he's been playing really good this year
0: nobody rav in like you know Paulie <laughs> sides like so what do you guys think about tyler myers um 11 i got <laughs> I, I got josh norris going to la instead of gabe balardi
1: oh uh, yeah uh i do too
0: <laughs> i i I, I still have stock in Gabe Bellard. <sighs> he's been but, good
1: in the HL. I think uh, they sent him down. I don't know if he's still in the HL right now, but yeah, he got sent down for a while. He's been doing well. Hoping he's Josh, not one of those Nick McCann guys, though. You know, you hope you. Yeah,
0: yeah, you know what I mean. What? The HL elite, the uh, the, NHL the Adam, the Adam Brooks, uh,
1: the Matt Reeds.
0: Yeah. Um, North again. He's like one of these Ottawa players that I like. I think he's a really good prospect. Um, deserves to be in the NHL. It's just if he didn't play for a, a, a shit team, like Ottawa. Like the other thing about Ottawa last year, like I know people wanted to talk about like Stutzla and, and get, get oh yeah, he drive. was better
1: than Stutzla last year for yeah, sure. Yeah, like, he,
0: like was he was he was the best rookie on Ottawa last year.
1: 100 percent yeah, I don't, I don't. There's a lot of like. So, like, I think even now, still people think like Stutzla is their like. Is probably the guy they're running with. But Norris has definitely been like giving giving them the Ottawa run for its money right now. I think I, I would say besides like he definitely carried a lot of the load while Batherson was out during that stretch. It didn't. I mean, obviously, it didn't work out in the wind in the wind column, but I mean, he's he's been good, man. And, like considering the circumstances again, like the the way they've been playing and like the way. I mean everything's worked out for him and you know Pierre Maguire doing what he does. It's it's been it's been good that to see the progression, especially from last year, him keeping the form. And I know he's only had, I think, about a hundred games played, right? Like it's probably been around hundred, hundred ten games. So you don't have the biggest sample size, but I think it's worked it's worked out amazingly for him.
0: Yeah, and if you play it on any other team.
1: Again, right. Yeah, it's
0: the same it- thing with it. So I, I mean, um, I like Josh Norris. He originally goes 19th to San Jose. He's a part of the Eric Carlson trade going back over to Ottawa. Yeah, I I always try to
1: justify it just because you know, at the top, at the top, like you got to remember, like Eric Carlson probably like prime Eric Carlson is one of the best offensive defensemen like ever. Like, Mm -hmm. like that's the so that's why you obviously sign up for that big contract, but it's. I don't know. That trade is just rough nowadays. Like, I don't, I don't even know how good Eric Carlson's been this season. It's, it's, I don't really like keeping up with San Jose hockey much just because I mean, I never liked them since I was a kid. But I mean, uh, 31 points in 42 games. It's not too bad, right? And anytime he's been, he's gone to the playoffs, he's been good. It's just San Jose hasn't. And probably this yeah. contract's one of the reasons why. Um, I mean, it's happy. I'm happy. that Meyer is good because I always thought, like, I'm always. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, what if the Sharks took Rantanen instead of a Meyer kind of thing? But I I mean,
0: the way Meyer's play, playing, I don't think you really mind. So, um, yeah, Josh Norris, I got him going 11th. Uh, you're on the board here with the 12 uh, yeah. overall Number
1: 12. Actually, by the way, number 10 was, oh, I took was Swayman. Yeah. One of the only goalies from Alaska. You know the other two? One played for the Red Wings not recently within the past 10 years. Uh, one does one still play? I think one still plays for I'll give you the one and it was Phoenix Copley.
0: Yeah, Phoenix Copley. The other one is the audit. <laughs> I don't. I'm struggling with this. Who's the other goalie we'll who's from Alaska?
1: Uh it's it's Ty Conklin.
0: My God, I should have known yeah that. that's an anchorage guy
1: um so yeah one of the 14 players born in alaska obviously gomez dubinsky you got all those guys yeah um, number 12 originally was marty natchez who talked about him mm-hmm. um this is a this is where you're getting into the point of like who you think like who like what do you i think, think there's I, 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 I feel
0: right? like I, I feel like there's two more like there's two guys who i have who i would pick and then it's kind of a crapshoot. But I'm I, I think
1: I'm in I'm in the crapshoot right now, just because I think I may not be sold on this one guy. Okay. Um, I'm not really sold on the guy I'm taking right now, too. To be honest, uh, I think I will go with him, and I, it might be recency bias because he has turned it on recently. Um, I think he's much better than players uh, give him out to be. He's a, he's a shorter guy. He's five eight. Uh, played for Spokane Chiefs. Uh, it, it's Kyler Yamamoto. I'm going with. Okay. Um. When he came into the scene in the NHL, he, he was like 26 points, 27 games, had a great, great start. Um, Hasn't really reached that form. Last year was a rough year for him, at least. Um, I mean, this year it also like on paper, it looks better, uh, pretty bad. But as of late, like I'd say the past month and a half, he's really turned it on. I don't know the exact goals he's had, but like just from watching him play, he's been in the correct position. It's just, it, again, it's like same thing with Garland kind of thing. It, like uh, Garland, I think has the same amount of points right now as Yamamoto does. Obviously Yamamoto plays with McDavid and Sidle. and you, like Yamamoto doesn't even really get much power play time. You got to understand, like Garland even gets power play time. Yamamoto has thirty two points in 65, 65 games on team. He doesn't really even get power play time with. You obviously play with Drysital and and McDavid, so you get the you get the position you get, the, you, get the, you get that right. But I think I really think he's a he's a good good player, good little player there.
0: I, I I've always been a fan of Kyler Yamamoto. Um, you know, he's a chief, but he's, you know, I'm a silver tip. But like, one of the guys who I, like I really respect and I really love, you know, the the speed aspect, the shot aspect. Um, you know, he's almost got 200 NHL career NHL games.
1: Yeah, exactly, right.
0: Like, like it's it's kind of impressive. Uh, you know, considering. Yeah you know there's some people who will say well it's the mcdavid and or dry sidle effect of playing with like the i two mean of the best that, that
1: doesn't always that doesn't always work right i mean it worked with like a bit with cassie and when it like in you know fucking chase on like right like, it, it works yeah. in some case like it doesn't always work ty ratty's one ty ratty is a guy who in the preseason played amazingly with mcdavid and once it got into the season it just didn't work out but like ty Raddy's this guy who didn't he break like records in the, in, in the CHL with his goals? goal? Oh, scoring, yeah. Right?
0: Like he had a bunch of like scoring records. You're right. Uh, exactly.
1: So you get this like amazing goal score and it just doesn't work out. And Yamamoto's came in like 30 odd. I think he has like a few PowerPoint points. I think like three or four, right? Like that's 30 odd points, five on five. And like Edmonton has been up and down recently and Yamamoto didn't start off well at all. Like he and, and over the past month or two, the guy has been great. I think he has a, he has like, yeah, he has five points past five games, three goals. Yesterday, I wouldn't even count as a game for them just because of that 9 5 beatdown. But I think he's been great. And, and um, the coach has shown much more. I forgot his name right now because they obviously fired Tippett. Um,
0: well, that, yeah. and that's, and that's another thing, too. Like,
1: What's the coach's name? I'm forgetting
0: uh <laughs> uh Jay Woodcroft.
1: Yeah, Woodcroft. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he's been giving more time on ice. Like, he's been even from last year, I, like last year, the last few years, he's been getting, like, he started off with like 13, 14, and then he's gone to like 16. And recently he's just been getting, like, he got like a few 20 minute games recently. So obviously Woodcroft's been having more confidence in him and it's shown on the stat sheet.
0: Well, and the other thing, like we should really go, do, we can go through this list and check, but like he's already on his second NHL coach. Exactly. Like, like he he's already on like another guy in a weird situation in Edmonton who he's had to really work for his job. Like Kyler Yamamoto was not expected to be this top six stud forward. Exactly. Like, he, like, like it wasn't a given. It wasn't an obvious thing. He, he's had to work for it. Yeah. And it, and it is a
1: risky pick taking him. Like it's always a risky pick taking small guys. Right. And, yeah. And it works out. And I think it's worked out here. Taking a, like it's a 22nd overall pick he was. And it, I think having a guy who can get you, He's gonna he's gonna get 20 goals this year, and I think that's a really good thing. He'll probably break his he's already broken probably his career high if he hasn't already. Yeah, he has. So obviously you got to think about like that's his career high. Hopefully that you know takes the next step next year. I would say next year would be his real sophomore season because I would say he's played like I think before the season he's played around 80ish games, like 80 90ish games, just because like all the every shutdown. You know you get those like one or two game stints randomly. So, like, I think all those add up to, like, 90. So, next year will be his real second season. And hopefully, hopefully Edmonton makes some changes to put him and, and like, the rest of the team in a better position to score. But, yeah, I, I think Kyler Yamamoto is a good pick. I, he, sh- he should be moved up. But, yeah, there's always the risk that comes with the, um, taking smaller guys. And, and it's worked out in this season, uh, with this situation and, like, Caulfield and, like, Garland, a bunch of other guys.
0: Well, and, like, imagine, like, Yamamoto... 12 pick at the time was Carolina. Imagine Yamamoto replacing H.S. in Carolina right now.
1: Yeah. I think it would like be similar, court. too. I, I think it would be pretty I, I That's my – I think it would be kind of similar there.
0: Uh, he wouldn't have the same pressure that he does in Edmonton.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Again, that is the Canadian market, too. I remember – it may have been the Garland podcast he did with with and Chikos, but he had similar – I think it was Damcourt Garland because I was obviously listening to whenever they talked to Canucks. Um, But yeah, they're, they're talking about like, it it is, I mean, everyone in in the Canadian market talks about like, it it is just much more difficult. You get the criticism where you could like, that's why players will go to Florida or go to somewhere else. You don't get the criticism there.
0: No, people, nobody does. Nobody knows who Phil Kessel is in Arizona. Nobody
1: knows. Who's Barkov? Who's, who's this, who's the MVP of the NHL? Huberto?
0: Who's that guy? Who is this Huberto guy? Um, So you got uh, Yamamoto 12. I'm gonna go 13. Uh, Vegas is the original pick here. This is gonna be an interesting pick. I'm, I'm
1: kind of. Oh yeah, I'm in my crap shoot at this point. By the way,
0: I I I don't know if you're gonna like this or you're gonna hate this. I'm gonna go for Ve- Vegas with the 13th overall pick. Uh, they originally took Nick Suzuki. I'm gonna go Jake Ottinger.
1: I have that too. Good.
0: <laughs> okay. good one. Good one. Because uh, I mean, like, so the, so Vegas biggest is just starting they've already drafted yeah. flurry so they have their goalie of the future they well they have their goal they don't know how long but they have their goalie ottinger this kid from boston university hockey east ncaa and now he's the future of the goalie for the dallas stars because everybody else kind of flamed out or just is too hurt to play hockey I think Ottinger's having a really good year. Uh it would really cement himself if he can get Dallas into the playoffs. Considering uh, I don't uh, yeah, considering how bad I think the stars actually are. Um it would really yeah. be a, a big move for Ottinger if he can get Dallas into the playoffs. Otherwise, I mean goal, and, and here's like goalies are such a weird position to draft. Because you yeah. really, you really have to be patient with goals. Yeah, the, the,
1: obviously, like the, it's really you when you want to take a goalie in the first round. Obviously, you know he he was taking the first round. So you whenever you take like guys in the first round, you gotta like hope they like you gotta make sure like they work out kind of thing. Like and I think that's what Nashville's trying to do with Askarov right now, and that's what Minnesota's probably gonna take with, with Walstead and you guys with Costa, They're probably gonna take a much longer approach to that. You want to make sure these guys work out. Cause they obviously you take them so high cause they're skilled. So you want to, you want to nurture them in the correct way you want to put them in. You want you don't want to DPX for them kind of thing where you put them in, you like let them out, to shell, shell them out in their like first, in their first or second year kind of thing.
0: So yeah. I, and I mean, Vegas to use Jake Ottinger right now. I mean, that's Yeah. That out there.
1: I don't think, I mean, I don't know if this is necessarily Brasois' fault or Thompson's fault, that situation, just because, like, it's a lot of it's been the t- team. Like, you know, obviously they came back against Chicago, but that was a brutal performance those first two periods. Like, that was terrible by them. Um, I don't even put the goals on Logan Thompson for any of them, especially the fourth one where Debrink at just it's Debrink at, right? Um, yeah, I don't, I, they would definitely help with him there. At that point, I don't know if you can bring Blenner in like two years ago, you just have you. And I don't know if you even trade flurry for, for whoever that dude was.
0: I don't even know his name. Um, yeah. the, did you see the thing? I think the NHL posted it on their Instagram page. Um, who is the best Alex, uh, to bring cat. Yeah. The, the whole like, thing or, is to bring it, bring it or, or <laughs> bring it or, <laughs> or Petrangelo. And, um, me running the silver tip social media was like, what if I said, sweat, the <laughs>
1: <laughs> stop dude
0: um jake um, Otter, i have going 13th to the vegas goal yeah
1: I, that's why i had to what do i have here i had a few notes for oh, I, just, I just had um yeah he's been better recently he had a good game against the canucks i wouldn't consider like i mean the petterson shots is just petterson so i didn't really give him their hard shots this, and the, the second goal was kind of pavelski fellas playing defense so that's why i mean in that game that was like the main game i've really watched jake ottinger play right because you don't really watch i don't really watch much dallas or like florida any of these we teams we, there. we
0: we went to see dallas in person and that was enough dallas for
1: yeah me. I, I think i don't even know if that was all, i think it was hudobin i'm pretty sure
0: i think it was but we saw dallas in person it's just like yeah yeah no, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: it, it is some rough hockey i can't lie that was it, it is difficult to watch especially when you you, you want especially when sagan and and Ben really haven't been what they what they want them to be kind of thing really um yeah i think ottinger is a good goalie uh, i think i think he can reach the level of like an elite goalie in the future and i hope he does right now i think he's like a good starter i would I'd put him at a good starter like above average starter even when he's on top of his game but, yeah really so you, good goalie
0: you got the next pick here 14
1: yeah so we're in the crap shoot i i, I don't really have much to, to say here uh, I, number fourteen, number fifteen. I had a, I really rate my number fifteen guy. Probably, I think he's probably like, do I think he's more valuable than my number fourteen guy? I don't think the GMs would think that way, but I you could argue. Either way, uh, number fourteen was Cal Foot. Um, it's I mean I don't know how you break into that defensive lineup right now. So that's probably I, he's like he plays occasionally for him.
0: That's our, it's 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 not his thing. It's not a, he's not a horrible player. Like it's not a horrible pick yeah but it's still kind of funny to think of like him being like one of like the not even the worst but like least impactful lightning draft picks <laughs> yeah
1: that's weird especially because he wasn't considered to be that um i think he's gone to a lot of games this year yeah uh, yeah he's gone 41 actually that's much more i thought he's in like the 20s or 30s this year but yeah i mean He's gone to much more games this year. Um, yeah, hopefully I'm hoping it works out. Like he he only plays around like what is it? It's probably like 14 ish. Yeah, 1308. He only plays around 13 minutes a night. So he's not getting much time, but I'm hoping it works out for him. He had a he had a nice two point night, one goal, one assist uh early in the month. So I mean, guys talented, obviously. Um, but I won't go with him. I will go with Max Comtois again. Another okay another uh what do you call it another i wouldn't call him a ca- team canada junior legend uh, especially considering. Not a, way- le-
0: not a legend but like
1: oh we just call it, i we always always use the word legend as like you know kind of like a joke in a, in a, kind of a, thing
0: ironically you're using it in yeah idea.
1: i use it ironically okay. um but yeah i mean last season he led the kind of like kind got of, kind of compared to he was the arguably order. the
0: best player on the ducks last year
1: oh yeah he that's what i was saying he led them in scoring last year um obviously this year hasn't worked out. He, he went like 20 games where he, I don't think he even had like a goal and then he got injured and he came back and it's not really looked too well for him. I mean, it's not really looked too well for that team. And like ever since like Troy Terry stopped playing like Crosby and more like a good Troy, like a good player. Troy Terry has been bad. He's been still been like near point per game and probably their best forward. But like ever since like, you know, like the players tone to like stop. Like, I don't think Isaac Lundestrom was like on like a, over a point per game at one point ever since like, I guess assuming the shooting percentages dropped, it kind of went down for him a bit, and then obviously they started selling. I'm hoping a um, bunch of the, I mean, Ricardo or Cal has gone, right? I'm hoping Comtois can hopefully slot in higher up in the lineup and and help them. But yeah, he's a guy. He's a guy that like he's shown that can that can be like a nice gritty forward who can you know give you like I think he's like a guy who can give you like 25, 25 year year and in, year in, and year, year out when he's on top of his game. I mean, he does. He can take a bit too many penalties. I've, that's what I've seen from Anaheim fans. He does take some penalties, but besides that, like, I think he's a good player, man. I think it's he, a good winger. I think, and obviously last year it was shown, but I think the reason that I, I probably may have even had him higher than Ottinger, but I think it's just the the season how that's turned out.
0: I I put him a bit lower. He's one of those guys who Anaheim like is really banking on to be a good player for this yeah. rebuild to go well. I think and, it, I think it will. It should
1: work out. I think it's just been a lot of issues that the team's been dealing with, and, and him as well. I mean, the injury probably doesn't help, and and I mean just the team play.
0: Well, it's it's trying. It's also I think trying to figure out what Max Trois is. Like, is he a top line player, or do we think he's better suited in like a middle six role? Yeah. Like I, I think, and you know, he's still really young. Yeah, he's, he's still, only twenty two, twenty three, right? Yeah, like he's still young you know, Anaheim doesn't need to be good right now and he, he'll he find his role. He'll carve out his role and I'm sure he will be a successful part in the Anaheim ducks. Um, and he is kind of one of those guys, like you say, like team Canada legends, but like a guy who like, he had a rough ending to how like, his, you know, that world junior. Yeah. Game.
1: That's why I always like, I mean, I, I felt bad for that whole thing and then like what he had to do with afterwards, that whole situation with the fence, like, yeah, you know, it's, it-
0: you kind of feel a bit of sympathy for him, and it's like you—you hope he, you know, can turn it around in his NHL yeah. career. I mean, um, and it,
1: it, it, he's shown so many like bright spots. I—I I do believe, like, hopefully, the increased ice time. Probably, I don't know, his ice times, his ice times, kind of decreased recently from what I've seen. But like, I hopefully, I mean, there's more roster spots available. I'm hoping he can get up in the lineup, and hopefully, I mean, I hope he can work with some of the guys over the off season. I think that's also a big thing, just like maintaining. I don't, I don't want to be some like fucking therapist. You're like, oh, maintaining your relationships is great, but like, just like working on like your game with, with the rest of the players will hopefully help. Just, just building that. Like, I mean, I guess there's a lot of things with Anaheim this year that I don't think Anaheim knew what they were they were going into this year kind of thing. Yeah, I think I feel like you kind of understand that, right? Because I feel yeah. like Anaheim was kind of like where the Canucks were, where they're like, what are we? And then get into the season, and we're both like, holy shit, we suck. But we just decided to fire the coach and like become okay whereas they kind of like started off good and then it kind of fell off so and i mean i'm hoping it works out for them
0: there's an argument to be made that uh scott going to see them um jinx them in person <laughs> yeah i mean they won and... but that's that's what that was the start of that was the tsn turning point tsn turning for Tur- Tur- tsn t- t- turning point arguably yeah, um we lost 6-3 or
1: something i forgot but like yes don't talk about that man <laughs> uh
0: so com you have going 14 so now we have six picks left three each uh i got the next pick here
1: you could probably speed threes a bit quicker yeah just, just, we can uh, let's just talk about them a bit but like not nah, maybe maybe we we could chill with the max come stories and shit
0: uh i'm gonna go 15 i'm gonna go mario ferraro for the san jose Sharks. yeah
1: that's a good one i have him a bit lower but that's a good one
0: um you know plays tough he, minutes
1: man I, he plays some fucking tough minutes down there
0: well and like he's like as much as as much shit as we give the sharks like there's an argument to be made the sharks have the worst gm job right now he's actually yeah. one of the bright spots like he's one of like yeah. the bright spots in san jose he plays tough minutes he puts up a fucking fight every night almost pretty much on that back end with san jose yeah. and he's de- somebody who i would again Kind of who I mentioned, like Robert Thomas, definitely somebody who I would probably try and trade for at least once, just because I would lo- I like what he brings and what he gives on the- on defense every night for the Sharks. So I got Ferraro going fifteenth. Uh, yeah, who who would be at that time? I don't know who would be in the redraft, but uh, Vegas Vegas
1: Branstrom, and that was the Brandstrom for Stone or Stone, but- like- which that hasn't worked out for Ottawa. brandstrom has gone time again now, but I think I don't think he's really turned out into what. They've wanted, yeah, seven points in 36 games this year. Like for a guy you bring in to be your offensive defenseman of the future. And that's become Shabbat. I think more recently, I don't think Shabbat's really like Shabbat's not a offensive defenseman. Like Barry is like, he's a much better defender, but Mm -hmm. Shabbat, like he doesn't, I don't know. I feel like his points totals don't really understand. You don't really understand how good Shabbat is, but I'm going back on my tangents where I'll start talking about other players. Um, so, number item at 18. I okay. actually have, I, I, I believe this is the most underrated player probably in this whole draft. You could argue. Damn, what's his fucking name on dude? How did I hate Nick's dude? Just because, like, what, how do you spell their Nick? Okay, that the, this is how you spell this Nick because it'll be like NIC, NIK. And then I'm just like, dude, I'm just typing anything. Um, Vegas pick or is this okay? No. Calgary was number sixteen, and they checked selected Valimaki, and Valimaki's in that weird spot where it's like, well, you just don't fit in the lineup right now. He's just, I think he's a seventh defenseman. I think he's, I think Zadorov and Gubrants have, have actually ended up playing really well. Besides yesterday, they've actually been really like playing really well. I mean, yeah, I think Valimaki's a guy who I think can work out for him. I think it's just again, I think they're on that like road right now where it's like, okay, these guys are working, let's just run with them. Worry about Valimaki
0: for later uh val mackie is like oliver shillington a year later where where it's like he's still trying to fight his way into the lineup
1: yeah but i'm this very underrated defenseman i'm going with nick Haig. okay yeah i'm going with nick Haig. i don't know if you even had him in here but he he plays around 19 minutes a night for the vegas golden knights but he has really good analytics uh he's he's put up like 14 15 these like points like the past three years like yearly i think um I don't know. I think it's again. It's like one of the, it's like you don't really understand how good he is until you watch him play. And at the times I've seen him play, he, I mean, he's just a really well positioned. He's a taller guy, six six, right? So, but like it's hard to be six six and good. Uh, again, I will bring in Myers in this situation. Uh, he's e- Erica,
0: <laughs> Erica Branson. Uh,
1: yeah, even th- then, Erica Branson's been actually like okay this season. Again, spar last game, the Canucks seven one beat down. He, he's actually been pretty decent. But Nick Haig's a guy. I mean, he's deceptive. He's deceptively good on the offensive end. I think he has a fairly high coursey percentage as well. Like considering he's a very like defensive guy. Um, I don't know. He. I again like. I don't, I'm very bad with the comparisons with the players in this draft, just because it is. It is a newer bunch of players. It's hard to like really compare a player like Nick Haig. He's a. He's a guy who I believe can be like. He has the potential to be like. a lower end first end guy like on a bad team he could be their best defenseman like again if he goes to the oilers he's their best defensive defenseman that like one of those type of things i don't think he trade a guy like him because he's at a good cap hit i don't know what his, i don't know if he's got an extension or anything but i mean league minimum for a guy of his structure is great
0: with same thing with Hag, uh as i said with uh of uh, mario ferraro it's like Vegas is getting a lot of shit right now for how they are as a team, but like Nick Hag is one of the bright spots. I feel like like yeah. Nick Hag is like, and it, nobody's gonna talk about him because you know you're a defender. It's, yeah. You know you're supposed to do your job, and he is. So like you aren't gonna get. It's like an offensive lineman. It's like if yeah. you do your job properly, nobody's gonna talk about it. But like Nick Hag is doing his job really well with Vegas and probably should get more recognition for how well he uh,
1: the funniest part probably is that he's probably Vegas's best draft pick ever, just because he's the only one that's played meaningful games. <laughs> that's the with, I
0: play. think with Vegas,
1: with Vegas, obviously. No, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Like for Vegas, I think that's their best. Cause I mean, you don't have Suzuki Branstrom uh, in glass and then, or Krebs, like you're, you're you're their next player. They have seven players. I think that, that they've drafted that have played for their team. Like it's or that's excluding glass and Krebs, even like it would be Le and whatever his name is next. He played 31 games and then it's Hag at 142 at the top. <laughs> but yeah, I I believe he's a really good player. And I think he bolsters their defense. I think he's like he's probably I think like defensively he's as good, if not better than Petrangelo, even at times. Like he's a really good defensive.
0: Uh so you got Hag 16th. Seventeenth and seventeenth. Lilligren leaves. It's not going to be Timothy Lilligren, although name alone, I kind of want him. Um, you know, I don't know how you're going to feel about this. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Eli Tolvanen. Ooh.
1: Yeah, that's, that's one I, I didn't have on my list. I had him at like 23 if I really wanted to, I think.
0: I'm going to go, I'm going to go Eli Tolvanen because I, I like his scoring ability. Yeah, it,
1: underrated. Just because I mean, he he plays less minutes. That and again, it's just one of the things. Like I wonder what these guys will do if you give them twenty minutes a night.
0: And there's an argument to be made that he could be like the next Forsberg if Forsberg goes. They just like whatever they give Forsberg it's like, okay, Eli, here you go.
1: And hope he has a twenty-five percent shooting percentage as well. Like <laughs> you just yeah, gotta hope, pretty
0: much, because that's that's a sustainable number is shooting twenty-five percent. <laughs> Um, Someone's
1: paying Forsberg so much money. <laughs> Someone's going to do it. There's someone be... will. Oh, he deserves it, man. He deserves it.
0: Someone will. Um, But Eli Tolvanen, he's got a shot on him. Um, yeah.
1: Only nine goals. But, like, again, it's one of those things, like, it just hasn't worked out. And I, I believe it. Like, I think last year I had a really good season, like 22 points of 40 games. Like, watching him, he looked much better than I thought, like, most people are getting credit for.
0: And it – and. I think he, like if Nashville, not saying they will. If Nashville goes on a bit of a run here, because you know Matt Duchesne's getting hot, um, Forsberg's obviously playing well. Well, if they can make if they can put it all together, I feel like Tolvanen will really come alive, and you'll really get to see Eli Tolvanen, you know, step up his game in, in a bit of a postseason run. But we'll see. Yeah. Um I got I got him seventeenth. Who that would be? Uh, who who would have taken? Um, it Tolvanen. was Toronto's taking Tolvin in. Toronto taking Tolvin. Perfect. Another winger. Just what the Leafs need. <laughs> uh,
1: I actually I, I'd Philip Hedel there. But Okay. Uh, above Philip Hedel, I, I did have Timothy Liljegren. <laughs> I did have Timothy Liljegren. I, I believe he's so I believe he's I don't think I think it's again. It's like the Toronto thing where like they just make these guys look like they're insane. Like whenever you don't, you know, when Toronto signs like some like butt plug seventh round pick, and they're like, "Oh my god, this is the next fucking god player. He will fit. He will make Tavares and Nylander play well. This is it. Matthew knees will do it."
0: This Dennis Malgin guy. (laughs) Watch out,
1: dude. Have you heard of the big guy from Boston? We just brought in Nick Ritchie. This is this is this is gonna work. There's no way it doesn't work out. Um. Yeah. I mean, Lily Grins worked. Uh, I, I, yeah, he played today. He had a big hit on Marchment. Man, he, he you, you don't even expect a guy like him to really hit. He just a six, he just a six foot, maybe six foot one ninety. Um,
0: is he your pick at eighteen?
1: Yeah. No. He he hundred percent is my pick at eighteen. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with him at eighteen. Who was eighteen? Uh, it was Boston. Uh, Earl vacanine and he got traded with Lindholm. Yeah, he I just mixing? got traded. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, again, back to nine, and hopefully get some time there. Um. I could go on about that, but yeah. Hopefully, back nine and gets time. Um. But yeah. I mean, Grin's worked out. I think I'm happy. Obviously, now we have Giordano there, and um, what's the right side looking like? It was Labushkin, Hole, and grin today. Am Sandine's down. Then was Sandine playing? Who was it? I completely forgot. Sorry. I was like on and off on that game. I was really I started watching in the third for the most part.
0: But... I mean, well that, that's the thing is like you're Once you're gets... kind of you're you're, you're you're being you're trying to be patient with those guys, but at the same time the Maple Leafs like need to win right now. And you're trying to be patient not only with like Lilligren, but also Sandine. Yeah. Where it's like you're trying to get those guys to develop into like to make sure that they are good top six NHL defensemen, like you think they, they the are. thing is,
1: they they are like right now, they're both and, are it's prob the problem is like you got Muzzin as well, he's on IR. Once you get once it's a healthy lineup, I don't know if you see him in the lineup.
0: Well, he like with I was gonna say with like Lilligran and Sandine, it's like now this is the season where it's finally clicked, where like now it's finally come together. And I don't blame Toronto, like. That's, that's not to say that toronto made a mistake by going to get labushkin and giordano that's not the case
1: no it's- that's a great improvement on yeah like just because like I, labushkin is a guy who's just pure defense where a sandin and lily grin especially Sandine, can bring great offense like to your team and i i think the, i think Lily or not lily labushkin's a guy who can definitely like just that's something that toronto needed just a big guy who can hit on the backhand but can actually like I wouldn't. I wouldn't compare it to like Dubranson or Zadora, who's just really there. Just or like Sherrod, probably be the best, just a hitter. Whereas like like Labushka come in be the big guy, like but he can also win the puck battles and, and be in good position. Like I I was watching because they always like fucking dissect and analyze the Leafs during the periods out of any other team, which I I do. I I, do, I got really intrigued in just because they brought up Labushkin's um positioning and he's really good at him and Riley were really good at um. Just, just when you push the play, you go go into the zone, like be, become that fourth guy coming in. Labouškin would always go in, but he he knew when to pull out. He knew when to do this. Whereas, like, there's a lot of guys who play those type of minutes, like the way Labouškin will and cannot do that. So I, I always think that trade would would worked out for them. But then obviously you got like Lilian Sendy, and how is that going to work with their development?
0: So, I, I like... You know what? I like that pick. Um, uh,
1: yeah, I think he's just underrated. That, that's what my main thing... He doesn't get enough respect, probably just because the minor time he plays. But yeah, we can go to 19.
0: 19.
1: Norris to Sharks. Uh, Carlson trade.
0: A lot of different guys I can go with here.
1: Yeah, there's a bunch. I, I have two guys, I think. I'm going to go with but yeah, there's a bunch of guys here.
0: I will take you know what?
1: Do it. Do it. Do whatever you think. Oh, do whatever you're thinking. Whatever the hot take is. I know you have the hot take here.
0: I still have stock in Casey, Casey Middlestat.
1: Oh, you're actually taking a little while down. <laughs>
0: I, I I was stuck. Oh, with, I was stuck. Well, I was stuck between uh, Middlestat and Nolan Patrick.
1: I didn't have any of them in my top 20. <laughs> All I right. I don't. All uh, I, I here's I, the thing.
0: I would so you can make an argument for like Henry Yoki, how are you? Probably wasn't going to take him. You could almost convince me Alex Formerton.
1: Dude, I've, I, I don't even have those guys. <laughs> I have a, I have three other guys. <laughs> All, All right. right. So There's no I, way you could have convinced me Formerton, by the way. <laughs> I don't know I, you
0: could, you could have made, you could have made an argument for me. Uh, middle stat, I, 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 I do have some stock in him still. I I am going to have to, I'm going to take him. You know why? Cause world juniors, not world juniors, (laughs) similar to Casey middle stat. I also can't do a single pull-up. Uh, so as a result, is that uh, picture?
1: Oh, I don't even want to search up that one picture. I don't know if it was of him failing it or of him trying to do something, but yeah, that was rough.
0: Well, wasn't him and Sam Bennett also the other guy who like couldn't do a pull up? Somebody else uh, can.
1: I don't it's know. Like... I think it may have been Sam Bennett. But I mean, I mean that's worked out. So I mean, I don't know about middle steps. Oh so. yeah,
0: no, like like you know, <laughs> not being able to do a pull up uh, doesn't mean that you're a shitty hockey. Like doesn't mean that you're bad at hockey.
1: Well, yeah, look at KD, right? Like like <laughs> I think KD is probably the biggest example of like being terrible in the gym, but then like you're insane.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so both Middlestat and Sam Bennett uh could not do a, a single pull up. Middlestat <laughs> did one bench press. I don't know what What the, weight? I don't know what the weight is. I'm guessing, I'm guessing combine. it's just a single plate.
1: That there's no way NHL combine.
0: I I'm, I'm guessing it I'm guessing it's just like you know a 45 pound plate on each side and a bar. So that's like what 130 pounds?
1: 135. Um, 135. Participants perform their maximum number of bench presses at 70 to 80 percent their body weight. So yeah, probably like for him, you gotta remember like he's probably like 170 ish at that point if he's not doing it. So yeah, that's that's kind of rough. He's probably not hitting a gym at, at all ever. No. That's, probably- that's weird. That That's uh, that I always find that weird because I feel like if you're going to the NHL, you probably have some like conditioning people, right? Which is that's that's really weird. I mean, he's if in the NHL now, so it's worked, but I don't know.
0: If you're that's smart, me. you have the people in your entourage who are like, uh, bro, I would be like going to the gym every day.
1: Yeah. Then because and- you should then he's like, why? And then you show him like a picture of like, like just I don't know, Ed Jovanovsky and like, yeah, this is a big, big fucking dude who might hit you. Eric, Erica Branson
0: him. or Tyler yeah. Myers. Or I was going to
1: bring up those guys, but I feel like I brought them up too much. I'm like, okay, what's I brought? Funny I brought bear? them up. So it's different. <laughs> um, okay. uh, 20. Who was it? 20. 20 final
0: pick. Here it is. I think I know where you're going with this, but I want to uh, sure. uh, 20
1: 20 was Thomas. Um, the next guy I got picked was Hedl. I had Hedl at 17 at 18 yep. Ferraro. I had 19 Texier. I had 20 and Mikey Anderson. <laughs> That's what I had. And I don't know what to do. So I'm i just being straight up. I had no clue what to do. I might just keep Mikey Anderson with the Blues. You know,
0: I like Mikey Anderson. I like. I just Dude, he like, plays I just,
1: some. I again, I think it's the same thing with him and hague Like they just he plays some tough minutes and they don't get enough respect for it. Just because I mean, obviously, like with, with Vegas, you got De- you got Petrangelo ahead of him. You got Shea Theodore in front of him. Um, in 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 um in fuckface in, in L.A. You got Dowdy in front of him. Fuckface. <laughs> fuckface. Um. I think I think Edler, Edler, him and Bjorn fought have been really good on that left side, and that's probably one of the reasons that they're even in a playoff spot right now. I think uh, he's injured right now, but I think I think he's a really good underrated defensive guy there, and he could chip in occasionally as well.
0: I he's part of the reason why LA is doing well this year, but he probably won't get at like like next year is when he'll finally start getting the like attention like the the, yeah because I think Ed.
1: I think, yeah, because I'm assuming they see how good he's been, and they probably – I'm assuming – I don't know if they let Edler go just because of how good he actually has been. I'm actually surprised Edler's been as good as he is at this age. He's been playing like how I saw Edler play when I was like 12, 13 years old, dude. Like, I don't know what – but, yeah, Edler's been really good. Um, Yeah, if Edler doesn't stay, you assume Mikey plays a Doughty again. I think he, they've, they share time occasionally this year, but, yeah. I'm hoping that works out because then people will finally understand how good he is. I believe he's much better. I mean, I saw realistically, I'll just go with Hedl there just because like, he's 20th. And then like, I'll just go with Hedl just because he's I, a guy I had at 17. And then I text at 19. Right. So, I I, well.
0: here's, so here's the thing. I like Texier. The problem with, I have with him is that I've only seen him do well with Columbus. If that makes sense. Like under, under the tort system. And yeah, he has
1: not been that good this year, which is surprising. A player like Texier shouldn't really work under that system. He's had a decent year this year, right? Like he's it's not been bad. It's I think it's probably, I'm assuming. Yeah. He has 20 points, which is probably his career high. I can't see, but it's a guy who I think he'd be a, I think he could be like, his ceiling is like a decent like middle, middle six guy. And I think he can be that. I just don't know if he's reached that level yet, but I, that's why I had him there just because I feel like him. That's like the same thing. I'll go with Hedo as well, right? Like him and Hedo are kind of those guys where I'm like, they can be, a, they have the skill set to be a second line center or a third line center. It's just whether they reach that. And I think taxi is probably even closer than Hedo is right now.
0: And, and I could look completely stupid. Cause like Columbus could just could be competing for a wild card next year and i and like Texier had like a really good year, and it's like, yeah, you look like a fucking idiot Ian. I mean it's yeah just, there's a
1: lot of guys on Columbus who randomly i think boone i mean their captain Boone jenner I forgot to say that i I got to show my man some respect another uh, legend in, in the world juniors game if for being honest that's 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 back in, back in the day was um, uh
0: was liam foodie I a, 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 a i don't world think juniors? i don't
1: i don't I wouldn't consider a world juniors legend, but I Boone like jenner liam. was
0: <laughs> i like liam foodie um yeah, Texier, Texier, yeah, I I I don't know. I Casey Middlestat was more just a, an an ego thing for me just That's like, why I yeah,
1: I, I didn't have Middlestat in there. I mean, but I mean, like Texier's the, more of an offensive guy and that's similar yes. with Hedol, I would say. Like Hedo's probably the better all-around player than Texier is. That's why I had a, a he, one pick he, higher. He
0: Hedo, probably better than um, probably all of those guys ever being. Yeah, honest. right.
1: It's and, just it shows on like the the team team's form as well. And I mean yeah. Heatle obviously I'm hoping Heatle can like I don't know if relax a bit is the well, work because he was really one of the only NHL players on that bottom six, if we're being honest. Like NHL caliber players and you know getting caught Mott. and and, and uh I mean I mean good row at the start of the season as well. Like a lot of the, that has helped with him.
0: He also feels really like I don't know if really old is the right thing, but wasn't he a part of the McDonough trade Like when we were graduating?
1: Um, it was Miller, like, he- McDonough. It was Hayek.
0: Hayek, Howden. Howden, Nemes- I think Nemestikov was in that trade, too. Trade, let me see. I guess my point I'm trying to make here is that Hedo feels like he's been in the league for a long time, too.
1: Um... Yeah,
0: that's the thing. It,
1: like, I don't. I just don't. I'm gonna go with Heedle there. That's my twentieth pick. I think I'm just gonna finalize at that. But I think, all right. I think, yeah. I, he has. It feels like he's been in the league for a lot a long time as well. I I know not but I think I I, I don't I don't want to judge a guy who's only been given third line time too early. I know it's been a while, but I don't want to judge a guy who's been giving third line time this early. Like it's it's only been like a few years into his career and.
0: I you still gotta see. I, it. He's
1: better than Brett Howden. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. He's better than Brett Howden.
0: Well, I think also too, and I know I picked Casey Metalstad. So this is really showing, like, and and Tolmanin, So like, this is me really showing something here. I think if you you get to that point where it's like you just want a guy who you know, like you can just pencil in on like the third line, and you don't have to worry, like you, you like. That's, At this yeah. point, you can you can keep going. Like maybe in like the later rounds, you can try and go for like those big project guides. But like, there's also something to be said for just yeah. finding a guy who you can just put in on the third line and get some like penalty kill minutes, and you don't have That's to worry cool. about it.
1: Um, I guess before we end off and we do our final yeah, piece yeah. here, it was Vlad Nemestikov, uh twenty eighth pick, which was in the twenty eighteen draft, was which was Nils Lundqvist, and then it was Hayek and Howden for for Miller and, and McDonough. Um, Hayek and Howden suck. Uh, Howden obviously. Howden got a, uh, I think it was a pretty bad injury. He had to go to the hospital recently. So hopefully he's fine. But he, I think he's been better on Vegas than he has been here, or and, and he was in New York. And I don't know what Hayek's been doing. I don't think he's even their ninth defenseman at this point. I like think Schneider and, and 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 Lundqvist already jumped, jumped him a while ago.
0: I think you're right. Um, yeah. So there you go. There's our 2017 NHL redraft. Yeah. With, uh, speaking of Jackson.
1: some, speaking of some guys that could have been, uh, like I think. Like guys like Rathbone, Brandstrom, I think like a bunch of those D guys. Even like, even brought up Robin Salo. Fuck, I'm bringing Sebastian Aho at this point. Like there's like a bunch of guys that have gotten time and they have shown good good progress, and you just gotta wait for a bunch of these guys. So there's I think the biggest one. I think the most underrated guy that could 100 percent be on here in the future is Ukopek Alekkinen. Yeah, the, the goalie, that's the a goalie. guy who I think I think he can be on here. Um, there's a lot of guys that you know I think unfortunately haven't worked out like vessel line and like Patrick glass. I think there's guys on there that I didn't even told him to the, to an extent, but I think these guys can hundred percent bring it back. I just, whether they do, I'm, I don't know. Those are, I think, but I would say UPL is the main guy. Like I think he can hundred percent break this top 20 and he's been good in his stints in Buffalo.
0: Um, like other guys I liked on this list. Like I like Alex Flompton. I, I like like foot Valamaki is like, Oliver Shillington a year ago. Yeah, uh, Morgan Geeky. Like I like Morgan. Geekie yeah, uh, I
1: forgot to bring him up too. That's another guy. It's just
0: he's like, it's it hasn't been a great year in Seattle. Um, you can make the argument Stuart Skinner is going to be the starting goalie for the Oilers <laughs> in the playoffs. Uh, I mean, if they <laughs> make it.
1: Fucking uh, Woodcroft should have just went back to uh, Kotskin and after the after that Dubai goal at that point might as well.
0: Why not Gustav Lindstrom in Detroit? Like he, like he's gotten more time this year, and he's actually been like, no, he's been good. Up.
1: I I memed you earlier today, like about him, but like he's actually been decent. Raspi's yeah. just big and tosses body around. So I mean, that's obviously one that really hasn't worked out him and Zadina. But I think, I think, I don't know. I think out of all the guys who have, I think valeno is the guy who I think could work out the most. Like I think he can be like a good middle six guy for sure.
0: Other guys on this list who I like had stock in um oh here's a great trio i've got Morgan Oof. frost uh i Colin, did have stock yeah. and alexi hepponiemi
1: florida chicago is that florida Miami? he drafted florida, by florida
0: okay. he played for swift in their in their 2018 mem cup run yeah. but the problem uh, with Hep- with hepponiemi he was like five six yeah
1: that's a problem. Uh, the, the, the bunch of the smaller guys. And that might be one of the reasons why he hasn't really worked out. Um, I think I swear he got traded to Chicago. I may have been mixing up. There's a guy with a similar last name too. So I may have been mixing yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. But UPL is my guy, dude. I think he can become like, he reminds me a lot of how Allmark
0: played there. Um, Hepo, Hepo Niemi is one of the few guys in this draft class with negative uh, point shares let me pull up this <laughs> there's, is he actually there's a few guys in there he, the he has uh negative 0.1 uh why lies it lias and michael Di Pietro, uh and vessel
1: and are the guys down there yeah uh, and morgan baron who got traded recently
0: yeah he got traded back or he got i don't remember he got traded um do you, would you like to do the mailbag? There is one mailbag question that we have, but I could ask uh, it tomorrow with Scott. It's a baseball question.
1: I uh, did ask it with Scott because okay. I, I don't know shit about baseball right now. I'll be honest. I just assumed the lockout was going to last the rest of the season, so I didn't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: actually a fair observation. I
1: just fair stopped guess. paying attention. I, then I realized, holy shit, you like, got all the notifications. Like, oh, I'm always back. And
0: I'm like, oh, fuck, I didn't really even pay
1: attention. I just stopped paying attention. And
0: then you saw Matt Chapman getting traded to the Blue Jays. It's like... <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Josh Donaldson is back, baby! <laughs> <laughs>
1: All literally the only move I can remember is that one, and the Vlad Guerrero getting like nine mil for the next year. So yeah, that's it.
0: Hashtag arbitration. <laughs> oh, yeah! So, anyways, uh, that's the podcast. Big thanks to Rav for taking part in this. Um, yeah, no worries. We're going. SYP creator Scott and I are going to be recorded on Monday night too. So more hashtag content coming your way, and. Uh, it's almost the end of March. Good Lord.
1: Yeah, man. Fuck. I'm getting screwed. This is a time you get screwed by school. Then it's April May. And then you just have that weird month of like, what the fuck do I do?
0: But Yeah. I, not that I definitely don't think that every morning when I wake up, uh, thank you. Thank you again to Rav. Uh, we'll be back again soon. Thank you very much for listening. Peace yeah. out. Peace.